Welcome in to the show. Welcome in. We're live. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome into the show. My name is Ultimate DJs. You're listening to Talking Trek Live, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. And here we are on a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful summer day. It's a beautiful summer Wednesday. And I'd like to find out who is hiding in their basement with blackout curtains and hanging out on a video game podcast with me. Epically Jess is here. Shout out from Server 9. What's up? Welcome into the show. Indy Dandy on 31. Lord Farquaad, 147. Thank you. Zakara, 136. Data Systems on 27. Metal 66 checking in on the Talking Trek server sound off. Server 8, what's up? Iron Chef. Aloha, server 14. Not my game name on 16. Young Ducat on 38. Commander Taylor on the lonely and desolate 192. I'm with Crazy says, what's up? Back to be here live on server 13. Welcome in DJ Girl on 8. Shintari on server 32. Jerry Ryan 146. Steven Zarin, our audio engineer, joining us live from server 129. What's up? Welcome. Hey, Darth Magus on 14. Kirko on European 145 and US 57. Chuck's Grunt on 32. Welcome in. Stratalorian, server 9. Tabby Moza on 20. Captain Planet joining from European 167. Thank you. Omicron on US 16. JT Bob on 156. Quack Fu tuning in from US 31. Meow, server 27. What's up? Storm on 28. Welcome into the show. Counselor Q on 14. Thank you for being here. DJ European 162. Thank you very much. Hey, uh, Barenzo, shout out to uh, the For the Win Alliance on server 38. What's up? Smoke em on server 16. IJ, flagship server 15. What's up? Welcome into the show. Young Ducat on 38. Trucking Chick. Talking Chick moderator. Server 26 live in the hizzy. Bankman on 32. Element OP on server 32 as well. Welcome in, Arian on server 30, Captain Mark on server 20. Welcome in to the show. Hey, Purge, how you doing? 156, thank you, Nick Burns on server 9. Snake Eyes is here from server 15. What's up, Ahab also on 15. Chuck's the grunt, still sitting at work, but only a couple hours left, buddy. Couple hours, you'll be out and about. Hey, what's up, Red Velvet on uh, European 137, thank you. Welcome, Royal Power US 36, Curious on 162. Dark Menace on European 140, Vinius on 8, Caution on server 12, Wretched on 47, Gator on 28. Welcome in to the show, Paulo on server 34. And the list goes on, 82 additional messages. Thank you guys also very, very much for being here. I'd like to welcome uh, my friends, my friends here on the stage. I'd like to say good afternoon and welcome to Mr. Big Country. Mr. Big Country is here on the stage. Good afternoon to you, sir. Level 50 and uh, level 50 bro and server 15 contributor. Welcome to the show. How are you, sir? Good, man. Good. Good, good, good. Steven Zarin, good morning to you. Uh, 7.30 in the morning where you are right now over in New Zealand. How goes it for you on your Thursday morning, Steven Zarin? It's gone pretty good. Good, good, good. I, uh, I saw the picture of the, of the rig you changed tires on for the last two days. Is that is that yes. a two day project to change those tires like that? Um, it, it, it's just a long a long day, and so there was about a two hour trip in between the two trucks. Oh, so gosh. I did one one day, and then did them the next day. Well, actually, today I'm actually going to go fit those last ones up again. Oh my gosh! So. If you guys haven't seen these photos uh, <laughs> that Steven Zarin has posted, uh, he works he works. Uh, I guess what's the way to describe what you do? You work for essentially. 
uh, a wrecker service almost for big vehicles, like construction style well, vehicles. I, no, right? I, 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 work in, I work I work in tires, so I change tires and. That's, that's about it. But it, this ain't like your Walmart tire shop, okay? Like, this is... Well, it, we these have, tires. We, have retail, we, we do have a retail tire shop, so that's what I mainly do. Oh, you want to give a plug? Anybody from New Zealand listening, buy your tires <laughs> from... Tarapa Tires. Tarapa Tires. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Uh, thank you, Stevens Aaron over in New Zealand. Uh, what's up? Talking Trek moderator, Truck and Chick. How are things out west today? Truckin' Chick is muted. Probably listening. As a matter of fact, probably at work, to be honest. Yes. Yes. It's beautiful here. I figured, <laughs> I figured you were at work, so you're listening. Your bosses are, are maybe peeking their head in and being like, yo, what are you doing over there? Uh, thank you uh, for being here. Artificial intelligence and sentient being Hal 9000, former moderator from the official Discord, is here as well. Good afternoon to you, sir. And Hal just went on mute. He's like, nah, listen, I'm at work. I can't talk. Uh, there you are. I see you, buddy. You go, you go come in and say hi, or is your, your motherboard being a little shy today? Uh-oh. Might have, might have a Discord problem. I don't hear him. Oh, do you hear him, Stevens Aaron? I don't, I don't <laughs> I actually. Heard him. Oh, oh I no. Didn't. I didn't hear him either. <laughs> he ain't on the podcast. All right. Sorry, Hal. We're going to we're gonna have to fix you up. Uh, yeah, DJ Gurr says we couldn't hear him, but some other people said that. And then, of course, the star of the day, the hero of the hour, ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to welcome to the stage uh, the man who needs no introduction, the man who headlines the show today. I can hear the Do crowd. I, I can hear the crowd going wild in the background, Ripper. They're screaming, Ripper, 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 Ripper. Not, no, I'm pretty sure that they are. Pretty sure that they are. Look at the chat right now. The crowd goes wild. Criminal Ripper is here to talk to us a little bit about his project. Uh, if you guys have not yet heard the news, Rip, how are you doing today, my friend? Doing well? I'm doing great. I was going to say, I bet you're kind of excited. I bet you're pretty excited today, aren't you? Yeah, I guess so. I mean, I didn't have any sleep, but, you know, who needs that anyways? <laughs> well, there's a difference. There's two different kinds of not getting sleep. There's the not getting sleep when you're you're sick or you're achy, you're not feeling well, and you just don't sleep good. You got a lump in your couch or, or the bed is, is messed up. Like, there's that kind of not sleep. And then there's the kind of sleep, like... When you're, when you're six years old and it's the day before you go to Disney World, right? It's the kind of sleep that that is like uh, the groom but right before you know, his wedding day. You know, that's the thing. I didn't, I didn't actually, like, this was completely unplanned the entire day. Completely unplanned. Well, I would imagine we can, we can jump into this in a second. I got to get to the news. But uh, you say unplanned, but you just, you had a whim this morning and you said, you know what? Heck with it. Let's test it out, right? You never yep. know until you try. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to tell you a little bit about that coming up uh, very, very shortly. But before we do, it's time to check in with uh, world governments around this globe. It's time for your stupid news headlines. Let's stupid news! Time for your stupid news! news. news. <laughs> just go to Ripper's News. It's hot weather. Ripper's News is not stupid news. It's like actual, yes, it's, it's legit real news. So, yeah. I also, listen, I did not put it in the show teaser. It came in very, very late. I do, maybe, for those of you listening here early, as a little bit of a show teaser, I do maybe, perhaps, have some news from Live Ops for you today as well. 
All right. Not maybe, perhaps. I do. I have an announcement from Live Ops that's coming up later on. All right, so we'll give that to you. Uh, but uh, let's uh, yeah, let's let's see what we got uh, in the news here today. This is actually happening now. Listen, I know some people across the country, uh, here in the United States anyway, have undergone some extreme flooding. Like it's, it blows my mind because we didn't get a lot of rain, but there's some flooding going on across the eastern seaboard, especially up in the New England area. Videos of the New York City subway system being flooded with rainwater continue to go viral on the Internet. On the bright side, though, listen, big country, it's OK. On the bright side, it's much harder for subway hooligans to stab you when they're swimming. So you don't have to worry about losing a kidney in the subway. Um, 22 year old German woman, Alicia Smith. How many of you guys know Alicia Schmidt? She has been dubbed the world's sexiest athlete. Yeah, she's apparently the world's hottest athlete. She uh, is representing Germany and headed to the Tokyo Olympics. Uh, Ripper, are you familiar with Alicia Schmidt? Nope. No. All right. Well, she's representing Germany. She's apparently your star. Fair enough. I don't have. I don't have any idea what's going on in my country. <laughs> like, what, what's going on with the Olympics? The Olympics are happening. Uh, yeah. No. You know, it's funny. We've heard this story in the past. Olympic organizers have always, through the years, this is ridiculous, by the way, but this is true. Olympic organizers always ask their athletes not to have sex with each other. I'm not kidding you. There is legit like actual things like housing and stuff and they've said please please do not enjoy each other's physicality but it's going to be even hard this year with alicia schmidt showing up uh in the tokyo olympics uh rumor has it it's going to be even harder not to engage in some good old-fashioned pole vaulting <laughs> that's a it's an olympic sport uh schmidt is competing on the german team in the women's four by four relay and uh the game's first four by four mixed relay and one thing's for sure men's hearts around the world will also be racing as she is headed down the track, you can count on that. The capital of South Korea is in the news and uh, has banned fast workout music in gyms to prevent people from working out too hard. This is real. Yep, South Korea banning workout music in gyms because they don't want anybody to stress themselves out. Here in America, uh, we actually accomplished that a different way. We just gave everyone access to Uber Eats. <laughs> we said, all right, that, uh, that should be fine. Don't have to worry about that. Suicide Squad director James Gunn is in the news and uh, was recently interviewed saying that he believes that new superhero movies are mostly boring right now. Now, he is the director of the Suicide Squad saying that superhero movies are mostly boring uh, in traditional zero, uh, superhero movie style. If you want to hear more comments, you're going to have to wait for the sequel <laughs> to the interview. Uh, no, in all seriousness, I'm pretty sure what I hear right here is uh, when I when I hear all super movie uh, superhero movies are boring, probably just code for Kevin Feige didn't want him. That's <laughs> yes, I know Kevin Feige is a genius, and he said, "Nope, I'm good." James, listen, Jimmy, appreciate you. You're good. We're good. Thanks, but no thanks. Gonna gonna take a hard pass there. Uh, ahead of its nationwide Nugget debut, Big Country is right up your alley. Popeye's Chicken is reportedly stockpiling hundreds of tons. I'm not even kidding you. Real news. Hundreds of tons of chicken meat. That's right. Popeye's chicken getting ready to start chicken nuggets and stockpiling hundreds of tons of chicken meat. As a matter of fact, the only place you're going to find a bigger collection of breasts is on Hunter Biden's laptop. Ha! <laughs> 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 Thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, <laughs> Zoomer, come on. That was good. 
That was good. Finally, your talking trick DA of the day coming today from Springfield, Massachusetts. Ladies and gentlemen, police arrested a man for allegedly shooting city cameras with paintballs this past weekend, according to the Springfield Police Department. Uh, police were alerted that a man had shot a city camera with paintballs. Uh, the man later identified as 23-year-old Manuel Torres was returning to the area to collect his paintball gun that he actually forgot. Shot the cameras, dropped the gun, I guess, I don't know. Took off, came back later, and was arrested. Following an alert to police, Torres was stopped, placed under arrest. After finding the paintball gun in his car, he was charged with counts of defacement of property and violating a city ordinance for firing his weapon. Some people call this man a menace. But, but, if the camera he shot may have happened to be the red light cameras, I might call him a hero. I'm just, just saying. Maybe, possibly. Uh, that's right. He's an artist, says Tipper. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, there he is, your talking track. DA of the day, welcome into the show. My name is Ultimate DJs, and I am Star Trek Fleet Command's DA of the day every Wednesday and Sunday. Welcome into the show. Appreciate you guys all being here. Uh, we got a lot to get to today, so let's dive right in. Big country, uh, big news in the uh, Star Trek Fleet Command universe. Uh, it's been wrought with uh, stress, right? Like, since the beginning of this arc... We have been, as a community, without a planning tool, with the closure of LCARs, uh, for the most part, uh, an on-demand planning tool has been unavailable. Now, there's been some great projects spring up. Uh, I continue to give props and shout out to um, the Kelvin Memorial Archive, which is a, a great collection of stuff. Uh, they've uh, collected uh, screenshots and charts and, and, um, and all kinds of data that they've got in there that they're now working to archive and put together. Uh, that being said, there was an announcement made on this show by a contributor of Talking Trek, and that is Mr. Criminal Ripper. He is a criminal, indeed. He has uh, often been prosecuted, never incarcerated. Is that correct? No, I'm kidding. That's probably not true at all. Uh, <laughs> Everybody has a hobby. Everybody's got a hobby, okay? Everybody needs some fun in their life, okay? Uh, ladies and gentlemen, Criminal Ripper is here and uh, decided that he was going to take the opportunity on this show uh, only a week ago. One week ago. Ripper, can you believe that it was only one week ago that you came out on this show and said, you know what? I'm going to make a project. I'm going to create something because, indeed, Curtin pulled back. Criminal Ripper was the man behind the data of Elkars, all right? It was like it was like walking into the Emerald City, right? Walking into the Emerald City, and we see and we see Elkars and the, the big castle, and we see Fartasia as the wizard, and he puts it all together, all right? But behind the curtain, there was a man that amassed data, a man that accumulated and parsed thousands upon thousands upon thousands of lines of code. A man that created and disseminated this data into a workable database. I did say data, not data. I said data. Okay? Ladies and gentlemen, Criminal Ripper maintained that database and announced on this show only seven days ago that he was going to create something new. A new interface with the data that he had already written to help players continue on their journey of progression in this game in the same way 
uh, as far as access to data, as far as an on-demand query system, in the same way that LCARS did for so long. And Ripper, this morning I was very pleased to wake up and see that you had made an announcement. And ladies and gentlemen, if you have not seen it yet, I would like to read an excerpt of this announcement to you. Oh boy. Uh-huh. Good good day, all you beautiful people from the Star Trek Fleet Command community. It has now been a week since Elcar's closed. Tear face. Today I'm writing you slightly nervous, but also excited that I have launched the initial alpha of my new project, STFC.space. This being the initial alpha, there will be bugs, broken things, wonkiness, and of course, a lot of data missing. So bear with me while we continue improving and adding exciting new things. However, the priority was in getting basic and essential data out to the community. There's enough stuff here in a state that's not completely broken to hopefully be helpful to you, the community. It was actually, Ripper, it was an extremely well-crafted message. Very well-crafted message. I think so. <laughs> I think so. So ladies and gentlemen, here to announce the launch of stfc.space your one-stop shop for all data needs in star trek fleet command ladies and gentlemen founder and creator criminal ripper it is in our announcements room you can find the link you can also find a discord where you can come and uh, and contribute to the community ripper uh, you created the discord and i was very uh very warm and fuzzy about what you called it the name of the discord is in fact ripper's corner uh which i, I was very happy about i go lie i was kind of kind of happy about that uh tell us a little bit about your discord. it had to appear somewhere right i i appreciate that i feel like it did i feel like it did because ripper's corner is, is like been your thing here for over a year tell us a little bit about your discord what uh what is it that you that you are hoping to uh, accomplish with the discord because your project itself is an actual website so the Discord yeah. is no longer necessary, like like it was with no, Elkar. No, but you know it's it's nice to get feedback. You know, talk about new things, what what should be added, what you know what is missing. As a matter of what fact, could be improved. There are a couple of channels there. There's some feedback. Uh, there's feature requests and bug reports, and and we found a couple. I mean, and you even said, listen, we we wanted to get it up just. So the data is there, but clearly there's a lot of work yet to be done. And, and this is, of course, an alpha version, as you say. Uh, although it, it's funny, we've, we've often joked and even teased that we play this game in a form of beta, uh, <laughs> right? That we still do a lot of testing. Uh, and it's been argued that, that your website has launched already in a more stable and bug-free fashion than what we experience here on, on a mostly day-to-day uh, -day basis. Um, the Discord link is in our announcements room, folks. I encourage you to join in a matter of only hours this morning. In a matter of hours, Stevens Aaron, uh, we amassed, uh, or welcomed rather, uh, over 1,000 commanders to the Ripper's Corner uh, Discord. As a matter of fact, I can't even see an invite link. How many are in there now? Because it's been growing all day. I don't know. Uh, there's 1,880 so far. In, the matter, in a matter of less than 12 hours, 1,800 commanders have joined the new Discord, and countless others are, in fact, actually using the website because, again, it doesn't require a Discord to use. So uh, countless others have, uh, have logged in. Uh, Ripper, I don't know if you have this kind of data on the fly. I didn't ask you to do it, but just out of curiosity, 
How many unique IP addresses have logged into your site in the last 12 hours? I don't know because I don't collect data. See, there you go. A true hack. I don't collect user data. There's no analytics <laughs> and no backend collection of any IP addresses. No analytics, whatsoever. nothing at all. So, so we have no idea. I can tell you how many requests in total hit the Okay. The okay, but, let's do know. that. Let's do that. How many pages were called? How many pages have been called today in the last 12 hours? I don't know. I, I, the only thing I know is that the backend received 4.2 million requests. <laughs> but, you know, that includes, that, that includes a lot of images as well because things. But. I mean, that's fine. 4.2 is pretty hefty. Ladies and gentlemen, 4.2 requests to the server. 4.2 million. Now, granted, one player probably could be responsible for several dozen, maybe even 100. All right, 4.2 million requests to his server this morning in the last 12 hours. Uh, Paulo says, my goodness gracious, we're going to break it. We're going to break it on excessive requests. Ah, I would argue that I believe that Ripper is so prepared, didn't. prepared for such contingencies. Ripper, let me ask you, um, on the last show, we did do some collection of, of monies for you uh, to try to help you get the project off the ground. By the way, I want to thank everybody who contributed not only on the YouTube uh, this past Sunday, but also in our Talking Trick PayPal. That link is still active. Uh, if you are wishing to donate to the project, please do so. Just make sure that you put Ripper's name uh, somewhere in the comments of that PayPal send, and we will make sure that he gets 100% of, of what you send. 100% of what you send. We here at Talking Trek are covering the fees so that he gets a full net donation of whatever it is you send. So if, uh, if somebody sends $20 and only 18 comes through PayPal, we are sending Ripper that full $20. And Ripper, I'm pleased to announce, uh, as I mentioned to, uh, mentioned to you the other day, that uh, so far over uh, $250 American have been accumulated here so far. Just in the first 24 hours, we had like 200 Now, just to put this in perspective, all right, just to put this in perspective, Ripper, you did talk to me because, uh, and, and I am not of this world, okay? I don't understand sermers. I don't understand demand and bandwidth. I get frustrated when my podcast lags when too many people try to download it. So I don't understand this world. What does it take to maintain something that is going to serve 4.2 million requests every 12 hours? It's not. It's, it's not going to stay at four point two million a day. No, it's, it's not. It's, it's going to unrealistic. It's going to balloon. You know, it's going to go to to dozens of millions, right? I mean, possibly. No, I. I mean, like you know, the initial initial stuff is always always high. Initial requests are always high. Like if you launch things. You, yeah, but you say initial yeah. requests are high. You can say that, and I don't disagree. But this is a tool that that fartation. Also, there's a lot of caching going on, so it's not like even if things change. Like right. people that will have stuff cached. It's okay. You know. See again, caching, cash is caching is what I do to my paychecks. Okay, y yes, <laughs> this guy, this guy does not have direct deposit. Just, just as an FYI, I still get a paper check. All right, that's that's my life. Uh, so yes, I do I cash checks. Uh, Ripper, so it's, it's it's just you know like <laughs> all the people that did requests today, and in and if they use it, continue to use it, they won't make the same amount of requests again 
Okay, so so let's. So it's, it's definitely drastically going to go down. Let's like put massively. this. Let's put this in terms that we can that we can compare. All right. Uh, I am going to uh, reference a conversation that I had with uh, our uh, retiree friend Fartasia here, and this was probably two three months ago, where he talked about. Uh, let me see if I can find this. Hang on. Uh, let's see requests. Here we go. All right. Oh, hang on. I'm almost there. Here we go. The L cars bought when it was up and running on an average day on an average month responded to 178,000 queries per day, by the way. 178,000 commands per day were processed by the L cars bot. 178,000 inquiries, Ripper. Um, tell me what that means in translation to website hosting, website servers. What kind of demand is it that you're going to have? Are you prepared for that? And, uh, and, and what are you using, if you want to share, what are you using to make sure that this is like available to all? Are like, are you on AWS? Are you on? It is running on AWS indeed. It's running on AWS. Um, there, there are two two parts. So one is the front end part. That is one cloud front distribution. A cloud front is basically like a CDN, and then there's the the data acquisition API, which is running on machines on AWS. That is also fronted by CloudFront, which does also caching and and stuff. Um, and then the servers are split into four regions: two in the US, one in EU, and one in APEC each with an auto-scaling cluster so that even if that massive demand comes in, it will scale up so and you, hopefully never, so never you're prepared. get overloaded. And I, I'm, I'm prepared. I'm probably way, way over-prepared. <laughs> okay. Well, hey, you know what? The Boy Scouts always said it, you know, like you, we're prepared, right? Preparedness is key or their motto or, you know, Boy Scouts prepared, you know, whatever that was. Uh, be prepared. That was it. Thank you. Be prepared. Would would it also be embarrassing to admit that I'm actually an Eagle Scout? I couldn't remember the motto. Be prepared. Okay. Now, uh, here's where I'm driving. And thank you, game name. This is exactly where I'm driving. Okay. The community raised 250 some odd dollars for you. Okay. I would imagine. All right. I don't know. But I would imagine that employing the services of a company like Amazon Web Services, that can't be cheap. Okay, that can't be cheap. I, I don't know what it costs. You're not just so the the most expensive part is actually traffic. The rest is relatively cheap. Surprisingly. Okay. So if, if are you comfortable having this conversation? Because if you're not, we'll stop. Sure. Okay. No, we we can do it. I mean, it's probably cheaper than you might think. Okay. So. Well, that's that's we what can, we can go there. That's what I'm driving at. Okay, Ripper. This project uh, was taken on of your accord you wanted to fill the void for the community you wanted to come out and say hey listen don't panic don't panic the data is intact we can we have protected the data the interface is gone but now we do in fact have the option to uh to make a new interface for you all right you're using a different type of interface than what's been used before if i had to ask you what the monthly cost of providing this service free 
All right, by the way, we've joked about selling packs. We've joked about selling the, the, the access and the inquiries. Uh, and I'm pretty sure that Ripper has, has come out publicly and said, you know, fine, joking aside, uh, the quote to me was, Ripper, absolutely no paywall, absolutely no subscription, absolutely no monetization. The client will be available for free to all, 100%, no questions asked, the, the database and, and here's the key. This tells you what kind of guy he is. The data belongs to the players. All right? I think that speaks to me super, super loud as to the kind of person Ripper is. Ripper, what is this project going to cost you, Ripper of Germany, out of your pocket in Deutsch coins or, or Deutsch dollars? I'm probably not saying that right either. <laughs> What's it going to cost you? No. What's it going to cost you? So that question is right now difficult to answer because if it's running idle and nothing is happening right just the idle machines in the in the lowest configuration because you know nothing is happening so no scaling that is about 150 a day wait a like second like one one dollar fifty a oh, day my, if, oh if, my god with no traffic <laughs> no, i was about to vomit a hundred and fifty dollars no. a day so but that's that's with no traffic whatsoever no requests happening nothing right okay all right and then you have traffic on top all right so we're 50 bucks a month just to have the space all right now let's talk about the traffic and scaly uh, or uh, quasal says yeah that's the thing that's how aws works the traffic is where they get you and the traffic Correct. is even something where we've had snake eyes we've struggled with this uh here on our very own show we've changed podcast hosting companies uh twice and had to upgrade our package twice because of the bandwidth required by this show, which is awesome, by the way. A true testament to you guys. Love every minute of it. Please force me to upgrade again. <laughs> okay? Get more people subscribed. Get more people downloading. I will happily upgrade again. All right? Just make me do it. All right? Ripper, the traffic. You've seen 4.2 million requests in the last 12 hours. How do you, how do you make that uh, into a metric that allows you some type of estimate for what this server is going to cost you to run over the course of a month? Again, difficult to answer based on 12 hours, you know? You have, you have to see the averages and how, how, how it all turns out. So, so because, like, today was just initial load from all the people fetch, fetching all the images and caching them, yes, they have uh, immutable cache status, so... They should always remain in the browser cache, hopefully, um, so they don't get requested again. Is that what Shift F5 does? It clears out my cache? Yes. I do that a lot, actually. Sorry, I won't do that anymore. I do Shift F5 it's a fine. lot. <laughs> I do that a lot because my browser gets all funky. All right? Uh, no, not that one, game name. It's the Shift F5. Okay, um, f fine. I know that you don't want to – you're dancing around the topic here, all right? So, so that was today about 200 gigabyte of egress traffic. 200 gigs AWR. today. Now, I don't know what yes. that means. Uh, what do you... Th I'm going to ask you one more time. If you don't want to answer, if you dance anymore, then we'll move that, on. That means about... Give us a dollar amount, Ripper. What's this project going to cost you? Ish. 
I, again, I can't, like, I can't make projections for, for future months because, you know, I just have the data that from the initial hit from all the people. That's is, not, is, I can't average this out. Is $500 yeah. a month, like, killing it? Like, is that too much or is that, are you laughing? That's at way right? too much. That's way too much. All right. So, yeah. so, so a couple hundred dollars a month. So, in other words, what we raised but, for you. Yeah, I, I guess. Like, how much, how much is the traffic? I don't know. So that's nine cents a gigabyte. Well, you did two hundred. You did two hundred gigs today. Yes. Okay. So two hundred gigs today at nine cents a gigabyte. That so that's is eighteen. Eighteen dollars U.S. All right. In traffic. In twelve hours on a brand new server that nobody knows about. Okay. Let's. Multi- that's just the traffic. So then you have the the other stuff that also runs on top. So there's uh, a global accelerator which is flat. Eighteen. dollars. Okay. With some, with some, you pay per request, and then you have CloudFront where you also have to pay per request, also extra money. Jiminy Christmas. So yeah. So so really truthfully, if we look at this entire project, we probably are looking at five hundred bucks a month, right? Nah, I don't know. If it gets big. If you're if you're if you're saw if you're serving. 178,000 requests a day from players, however many players that may be. I, I well, saw... the, the data requests are cheap. They're not expensive. The most expensive part are image requests, if, if people have to fetch. You know what? Uh, look, look at the math here, Shinjo. Shinjo says $18 a day is already $540 a month, just saying, and that's before you no, start. That's 18, no, that's 18 a, m- a month. Eight, but, oh, I mean, the, tra- the traffic today was 18, but there's also like some other flat fees that are 18 All right. a month. Long story short. Long story short. It's not going to be 500. It also ain't going to be cheap. Probably something between <laughs> 100 and 300, All I right. would assume. All right. Ripper, uh, last question for you. How old are you, young man? I am 25. 25 years old. 25 years old. He's a kid. He's a BB. All right. The young man. All right, in the prime of his life, not married, no kids, ready to spend $300 of his pocket cash for you, community, which is why, because somebody asked me, somebody said, why are we funding this project? Well, that's why, because as of right now, as of right now, as has always been, and I don't typically talk about this, but I'm going to today, Scopely does not financially support any of us. Okay, let me just put that out there. I don't know if Scopely wants to talk about it. That's If they don't, that's fine. Maybe they're embarrassed because they should. They should be. Scopely does not financially support any content creator. Scopely does not financially support any data acquisition, design, support, distribution, server cost, nada. Okay, nothing. Now, obviously, we hope to change that. We hope to change that for this project. But... That's what it costs. That's why we were raising money, and that's why the PayPal link is still available for you. All right? Uh, we will be setting up a Patreon account. If you want to look at it that way, if you want to do the PayPal, that's fine. But right now, at least temporarily, folks, our benchmark is $300 a month for Criminal Ripper to maintain this service for you. Okay? It could turn out to be a lot less. It's difficult to predict. Could be less. Could be less. Based on the data I have available. Don't know. All right. But right now, that's what we're shooting. And that's what the goal I'm going to set. You know what? If it, if it ends up being less, then we'll we'll set you up with some good German beer because you are legal to drink. 
All right, so good. But good, I don't drink. Good case of IPA. Oh, uh, <laughs> some some bratwurst, like a case. Cranberry juice all around. <laughs> That's right. A, a case of bratwurst. What does that mean? I'm horrible at negotiations. Come on. <laughs> I know. You know what? <laughs> Zeke is right. Ripper is bad at negotiations, which is why you know what I saw really funny, and I. I shared this with Ripper. carbonated water. <laughs> I, sh I shared this with Ripper a while ago. Ripper, I don't even know if I see it. I actually saw this in the chat. This was really super funny. Somebody posted. Ah, here it is. Ripper, you actually, I, I was worried that you were going to be offended by this. Uh, I'm going to post this meme in the graphics room for somebody to see uh, if they're listening in podcast form. I was worried uh, originally that you might be offended by this, but then I thought, you know what? We're pretty good friends. And, and if I think I think that you're going to laugh at this, then you probably would have, and you did. You chuckled. Because, Ripper, you came back and said, you know what, absolutely, I do, in fact, consider myself an introvert. All right? Uh, and so I saw this meme that posted up in the chat. Uh, and and it's, it's an interesting, weird story. I don't even know how Ripper and I, like, really started, like, communicating a great deal and, like, started becoming friends and talking about life and this and that. But I love this kid. I do truly. I... Uh, there, I could count on one hand, and this is no lie, big country. I could count on one hand, the number of players that I would totally be fine with meeting in real life and having a meal with. All right. Ripper's one of them. All right. Big country's another. Uh, there's a few captain bull love to meet him. I've been playing with him since day one. He's one of my best friends in the game. I'd love to meet him. All right. Uh, Ripper is one of those guys. And, and I joked about this meme because, even Ripper, when we first started talking about this project, Rip, you came to me and you were like, are you trying to make this thing too big? I said, okay, it, whatever you want, boss, whatever you want. Because I, I was offering to buy you domains. I was wanting to big this, do this big website push. Like, I wanted to go out and buy. When we first started talking about this, I wanted to buy him, like, how many was it, Ripper? Like seven or eight different domains. I wanted you to have <laughs> all of them. Anything that was remotely related to this service, I wanted to buy all the domains. And you were like, no, man, please don't. Don't make this a big deal. But it is. What you have accomplished is massive. And it's, and it's I can't even begin to express to you, not only as your friend, but I can't even begin to express to you how much what you're doing is going to do for the community. What you have done for the community is more than any content creator combined. And no offense to Rev, all right, or no one shall. But, but the data that you make available is more data than any other video or radio content creator could ever disseminate. I mean, plain and simple. You've got it all, 100%. All right? So don't, don't, don't be humble. Be proud. Be arrogant, even. <laughs> and Ripper says that's what I do best for him. <laughs> he says that I'm the, I'm the loudmouth. All right? And right, Tipper, not for profit. Okay? Not asking for money. I'm the one asking for money for him. You're using my PayPal. He didn't ask for it, all right? Steven Zarin, you had to, you had to announce, because he's made you a moderator over on Ripper's Corner, uh, that we were going to set up a Patreon because Ripper didn't care. <laughs> he, didn't, he didn't ask for it, all right? So we're going to do this for him. I know. I'm not a loud mouth. I barely speak. Anyway, I'm going to wrap this up and say, Ripper, thank you. On behalf of the community, the alpha looks absolutely amazing. If you did this in a week, I absolutely cannot wait to see what you can do in a month, three, six months, or a year. This is going to be the most awesome project we have ever seen in this game. And I want to thank you from the entire community and say, 
You the man, Ripper. Everybody join stfc.space. It is online, available right now, stfc.space, where you can go and access the largest repository of queryable, is that a word? Queryable, of on-demand data available in the Star Trek Fleet Command Galaxy, your one-stop shop for all things data-related in Star Trek Fleet Command. It's available at stfc.space online and ready for you right now. Ladies and gentlemen, please go and check that out and uh, do your part to support the kid, the human, the volunteer who has not... a kid. Not- Come on. All right. You're a kid. You're a kid. Listen, even by the demographics of this game, you're a kid. <laughs> the primary demographics of this game is 35 to 44. Okay? And, and, you know, I've often wondered if that's too low, Stevens Aaron. I've often wondered if that's too low. We talk to people all the time that are, that are, that are grandparents, that are retired, that, that grew up with TOS. Big country, how old are you, man? You're, now, I know you're another young pup, right? Aren't you? You're, you're a young guy. Hey, I was uh, 30 no, when I started this I'm game. 44. You're 44. <laughs> okay, you're 44. Yeah. Stevens, Aaron, you're, you're a youngin' too then, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm 33 now, yes. You're 33. I was 30 when I started. 30 when you started, 33, all right? Guys, I'm here to tell you. All right, look there. Uh, POI, 50-plus, data system, 60 years old. Nathan says, I'm a big man. He's 40. Boaz, 50-plus, Key, 50. Pedro, 42. Kirko, 46. I'm here to tell you, there's a lot of grown adults playing this game, and we got a 25-year-old kid here being your hero. All right, please do keep that in mind when you visit the website. Keep that in mind when you're looking at your monthly spend. Keep that in mind if you've got a dollar three dollars or five dollars and you find yourself spending more time on stfc.space than you do actually in the game then please consider the hard work that went into the project and who made it possible a 25 year old computer programmer from germany uh ladies and gentlemen we're going to take our very first break when we return we're going to get into the meat of our show today ripper i'm going to teach everybody how how to mine isogen (laughs) <laughs> is anybody curious like what crack I must be smoking right now? Somebody's got to be to teach about. Somebody's got to be a little bit confused about what on earth I'm getting ready to talk about. All right. Starfleet Command says right now says, "What? No, please. No, I don't want to listen. I don't want to listen for this." All right. DJ says, "I'm a little bit curious." And Rev Deuce chimes in with the best way to mine isogen is by using your Vidar. Except Rev Except, Rev, I saw it on your screen the other night. The Vidar is not invincible against this Meridian, is it now? It's not. And it, I get, hey, I gave a shout-out to them when they did it. I was proud of them. I saw I that. I saw it when it happened live. You were stunned uh, and immediately overwhelmed with, like, the being in the presence of genius is what it felt like. <laughs> That's what I, when I saw your reaction hey, to that, you were it like... It was nice to see TOS checkoff actually get used. So um, that was great, too. I'm telling you, the utilization of an officer or two, all right, the utilization of some new research that may have been overlooked, all right, the utilization of, of some, some crew combinations. On my server, it was Clyde. Uh, who was it on your server? Let's shout them out right now for being the STFC. Uh, it was Foe. Who it was, was that? Foe. Foe. P-H-O. I don't want to say their full name because it was a cuss word in it. <laughs> you know what? That's funny. We've got a foe like that, too. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we've, we've got a foe like that on server 15. All right. Uh, listen, those two players, Clyde and Foe, 
I may give them second place genius awards today. And and listen, normally it'd be first place, but you happen to be featured on the same show as Ripper. All right, so who's going to beat Ripper? Sorry, you get a second place accolade today in your use of crew on the brand new ISO Minor Meridian. We're going to talk about this coming up. And, and yes, don't tune out. This is unorthodox. This may help you out. And this may, in fact sell a few more people on why the Isogen Miner could actually be a game saver. It's coming up right after this break. My name is Ultimate DJs. You're listening to Talking Trek, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast with news from live ops coming up after the break as well. Don't go anywhere. This program is made possible in part by a grant from Reprieve Pain Reliever. It doesn't cure your headache. It just delays it half an hour. The sharks in the sand The hammerheads are all-time favorite When a mako bites at certain doom It's night time Turn on Discovery That girl is pretty wild now She loves to watch her break The kind of girl to tweet about What happens in the sea? That girl is pretty kinky That girl, she loves her break I'd really love to date her music big country all right i love this cat because i loved him before he sang country music you guys are going to remember this maybe more than darius rucker the country singer but you may in fact hold on you know what i don't normally do this but uh you know because uh we pay enough for music and uh still seem to get sued every other week i was gonna say we, we still get sued every other week but you know why why not let's uh let's see what we can find from the original Hootie. 
Darius Rucker was the lead singer for Hootie and the Blowfish. And I loved him then. Yeah. Yeah, Hootie and the Blowfish. Uh, yeah, they were there. Now, they're not still touring. Captain Taylor says he still is. Are they still playing? Yeah. Only Wanna Be With You was like the number one song for like 17 weeks when it came out. It ruled the charts forever and ever and ever. That was Hootie and the Blowfish. You guys are going to remember him from the late 90s, early 2000s. That was Darius Rucker, all right? And uh, now he decided he wanted to do some country music, and that's what, that's what he decided to do because, well, he can. <laughs> because he's rich. Uh, yeah, that's right. He did Hold My Hand as well. That was also a number one hit. Darius Rucker. Playing country music. Yes. And Please, Darius, I'm promoting you and, and admiring your career. Please don't let your record label sue me. <laughs> We're promoting. If you're with Universal Music, I'll apologize ahead of time. <laughs> All right, there you go. There's uh, Hold My Hand. Hootie and the Blowfish. That's some great music right there. As a matter of fact, you know what I am going to say? That, was, that had to have been late 90s. Uh, funny story. Do you want to know? All right, crazy story. You want to know, Big Country, the first time I ever heard Hootie and the Blowfish, and you're going to laugh. You're going to make so much fun of me because I was younger. All right, I know some of you guys are older than I am, but um, the very first time, I kid you not, I still remember this album, my mother had a CD of the 1995 Grammy Award nominees. Back when they still sold CDs. Back when the Grammys were a big deal, all right? Every year they would take all the Grammy-nominated music and they would put it on an album and sell it, all right? Uh, in 1995, my mother had a CD for the Grammy Award nominees and that song was on it. Uh, Hootie and the Blowfish, uh, or that artist was on it, and she would play that. See, in the morning time, I had three siblings. I was the oldest. We never got up for school. Never got up for school. So my mother would blast music. She she had a great stereo. She loved music. I know 100% where I got my love of radio and my love of music from big. It's absolutely from my mother. She loved music. She had the nicest stereo. Back before Bose was a thing, she had, like, the big... Like, I'm not kidding you. Like, she, first of all, she had a record player that she owned hundreds of records, okay? Hundreds of LPs. Uh, she had the, the 1980s LP from Michael Jackson, Thriller. She had that, an original one she bought when it came out. She had the record still with the sleeve and the original artwork and all that stuff. She had an entire cabinet full of, like, the receiver, right? The, and, and the amplifier or the tra- whatever you called it, like the thing that you ran all your speakers out of, but it was the inputs. It was like the control center for your record player and your tape player and your VCR. Ripper, do you even know what a VCR is? Yeah, didn't of think course so. I do. Okay, just checking, <laughs> just making sure. All right, this is that was my mother's stereo, and she had like big speakers, and, and not Bose, like not before speakers got condensed. We're talking floor speakers that stood five feet tall, that still had fifteen-inch woofers, that still had actual tweeters in them. All right, she had that in the house, like a home. 
a, a legit home stereo before home stereo was cool. So every morning she would blast music in the house. Another one that I really love from when I was growing up is, uh, oh my gosh, he was, a, he was an electronic musician. He never sang. John Brickman, maybe? Am I thinking of that right? You guys know John Brickman? Is that the guy? He did an album, and it was like all like weird Miami Vice electronic music. Okay, so that's that's what she would play in the morning time. So that was my introduction to Hootie and the Blowfish, and my introduction kind of to to like music and and my love of music because she always bought all the best music. And uh, so shout out to my mother, I love you dearly. By the way, she. She, on occasion, big, she listens to the show. Not very often. She doesn't play the game, but once in a while, she just wants to, she says that she just wants to hear my voice, and she thinks it's very cool that I'm on iTunes. My mom yeah. thinks it's cool that I'm on iTunes. I'm like, yeah, that's awesome. And I love that my mom listens. So if you happen to hear this piece, I love you very much. Thank you for all of my influence in life on music. Jim Brickman, that's who it was. Thank you. She had all his albums too, Hal. Jim Brickman would blast through my house at 7 o'clock in the morning. So, uh, anyway, that was, that was always a lot of fun. And that was my introduction to Hootie. So, there you go. Darius Rucker, you are like a childhood hero of mine. And uh, that was because my mom loved you so very, very much. Guys, welcome back into the show. Right before the break, um, we decided to talk a little bit about isogen mining. And I saw some interesting screenshots. I uh, saw some interesting screenshots in the chat, okay, that some of you guys are going to make a little bit of fun. Some of you guys are going to tease me a little bit because your version of isogen mining involves a warship. Now, this is fine. This is an okay thing, all right? I would argue, and, and by the way, I don't think he's here. If he is, if he is right now, I would like to invite Horn to the stage. I did, Stevens Aaron and Arian, by the way, thank you for moderating the conversation for the 27 minutes between our last YouTube stream and between the time that I was able to get on for our Talking in Cars with DJs. As a matter of fact, we did receive one negative comment, Stevens Aaron. One negative comment, and if you haven't listened, so what we did Sunday, we posted a YouTube. Then there is part one of a podcast, and Stevens Aaron, if I'm not mistaken, part two could either come tonight or first thing in the morning, right? Uh, yes, it will. Yeah, yeah, so we got part two coming up. The- got part two coming up very, very soon, all right? But the first 27 minutes... The first 27 minutes, yes, Horn, absolutely. All right? Now, I mean, obviously, have a dialogue with me, okay? Don't come up and blast me. But I, I think your perspective is absolutely deserving of conversation, okay? Um, and, and I actually felt a little bit bad, all right? Because for 27 minutes, I listened to it, and here was the one negative comment. There's too much bickering. This is not a conversation. This is an attack. Now, I... I disagree that anybody was maliciously attacking anybody, but this was an incredibly interesting 27 minutes to listen to. A very interesting 27 minutes to listen to because I would like to invite right now Horn to the stage. He's here. Horn, good afternoon. Welcome. Horn is, uh, gosh, if I'm not mistaken, aren't you a level 50, bro? 49? Yeah, yeah level 50, bro, yeah. in my alliance. And, um, and you and I have had a few pieces of conversation in AC, but really truthfully, your full opinion on this entire arc became apparent to me during the 27 minutes Sunday evening. And, uh, and he even just messaged me. He's like, are you sure? 
you want me to come on stage? <laughs> Absolutely, I do. Uh, there were some things that you said I totally agree with. There were a couple things I, that you said that I do disagree with, but I think it deserves a little bit of conversation. And if you didn't listen to the Talking in Cars, we're going to recap this for about five minutes. Horn, your biggest complaint with TNG Arc 3 is not unlike that of Bubba Joe, who's come up here on stage, and not even of Captain Mark, if I'm not mistaken. Mark, you can unmute yourself as well. There were a couple of players that came and said, listen, what on earth does a Meridian and Isogen and, and this refinery and these skins and this mining arc, what does this have to do with next gen? As a matter of fact, even Bubba came and said, listen, if they tied it in with the officers somehow, if, they, if there was some kind of content, even if they had named and skinned the ship to be something that ties into TNG, I could somewhat buy into it. But this arc feels like a complete separation from the next generation. Horn, was that basically kind of your gist Sunday? Yeah, for the most part. I mean, it, 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 it is part and parcel something completely different from, from the show and from what I guess I would have expected. And, you know, it, and I'm not going to belabor the point, but it, it's, I know we talked about it that day, but it's basically a mining art for me. Mm-hmm. With all the all the other add-ons in there, with you know uh, all the little add-ons they put with all the other arcs that that aren't centered around you know Isogen, new mining ships, so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. So uh, you know I I know some people said, well, no, it's not just a mining arc. That's I think the overarching uh, uh, thrust of it is you know it's new ways to it, it's a new ship to mine Isogen. And I guess I expect Isogen to come further to the forefront um, somehow in the next, I don't know, uh, three to six months. Okay. So uh, I'm listening to you argue your point uh, on Sunday's uh, Talking in Cars. Because, by the way, I wasn't there for the first half hour. Arian and Stevens Aaron and, and Ripper were there and kind of moderated a conversation. And, and it turned into a fascinating debate. All right, fascinating to me. And, and Horn, your argument, uh, not to you know, repeat everything, but your argument was, hey, it's a mining arc. We got a mining ship, all right? On the other hand, players like V-Ready said, no, it's not a mining arc. Uh, we've got some mining events. We've got a mining ship. But really, truthfully, if you look at the calendar, we're doing very little mining as compared to true mining arcs of the past. And Horn, to their credit, I might remind you of what, when Green Data came out. Oh, my dear God, did you hate that or what? You must have hated that. I hated that. I mean, I remember. I wasn't even, I wasn't with Think. I wasn't even with Jammed or Pish. I was still with UKA. Shout out Matt Dog. Shout out Bojack. Shout out Captain Bull. All right? You guys were all with me on a little team, top 10 ranked UKA, when we, for one event, one time, Horn, because we always lost to the Big Dog Alliances, always. But one time, one time, we somehow managed to successfully take Yarda and hold it. <laughs> and, and this was a, four, I remember it like it was yesterday, Horn, a 48-hour green data mining event. 
All right. And by the way, this was this was before the act of mining. This was still with Botany Bay, of course, but this was before they did all the research and sped it all up. So it was still in Yarda. What was it, Horn? I think probably fifteen to twenty minutes to drain a node at that time. All right. It was still fast. Yeah, I think I, I, it was it might have been even been a little bit faster than that. Might have been. Quick. Might have been. It was quick. Let's say let's say fifteen minutes to drain a node. And that's right, uh, I that was when there was three nodes. All right. And somehow, somehow, our little UKA guys were able to hold Yarda and actually won on Alliance leaderboard for data mining. That was the time, Horn, <laughs> that I was that was the time. Big, you probably remember this. I remember, but don't, I was going to say, don't forget, it also took 15 minutes to get there. <laughs> it did. That's right. It did. So, so if you, and you didn't and have, multi- thing, you didn't have multiple Botany Bays then the either. Three nodes didn't work. That's right. Vemet was breaking nodes and, and you only had one Botany Bay. All right. So you had to hold with a horizon and, and players were getting frustrated by that. So that was when, I mean, golly, that was probably the very early stages of ROE for a lot of servers, you know, what was, what is an, not, not ROE as a whole, but starting to get into picky miners. Like what is acceptable is a speed miner on like, is a botany bay on G3. Okay. Is a horizon on data. Okay. This was then and horn to your point. I heard you say the following comment is one mining arc a year too much. You said, yes. You said there should never be a mining arc. Now, I, I almost agree with your mindset because after the green data arc, I swore that was the first and last event that Ultimate DJs did not sleep. I've, I've told you this story probably not as detailed in the past, but I said I will never lose sleep for an event again. Never. All right? That was why. That was why. Because I stayed up for 48 hours and mined green data. All right? Mark... Uh, I'm going to bring you up here in just a second uh, to talk a little bit about the, the isogen piece as it relates today. So, Horn, I don't necessarily disagree that, it, that it's weird to see an entire arc around mining. Then, on the other point, Stevens Aaron brings up and points out that we really haven't had anything specifically related to mining this year. So, a little bit of a break. Even Clyde says, what's wrong with a little mining? Nothing. Silent Stabber agreeing with you, Horn. A mining arc is, is terrible. But then also saying... It's hard for me to agree that this could be an actual mining arc because we've only had three small mining events. Now, this is where you guys had a disagreement, and this is where I want to dive in, all right? Um, you, were, you were under the impression, Horn, that this is, in fact, a mining arc, and I would argue to your point, if I was playing devil's advocate with both sides here, is that, yes, people, the feature of this arc is a miner, okay? The feature of this arc is a miner. Now... I don't know that I would go so far, Horn, to call the arc all about mining, all right, because it's, it's definitely not. Uh, as a matter of fact, I think if we look, we got more PVE and armadas than we do mining. But you're right. The feature is this ship, which is actually one thing we were going to talk about today, how to use this ship, okay? And, and we're going to step forward. We're going to segue into that here in just a second. But do go back and listen to this episode because it was a really fascinating read or, or a listen. And I know one person commented that there was too much fighting and bickering, and I, and I hate that, that he didn't listen to that part because I found it really, really fascinating. You're both kind of right, okay? This is probably not an actual arc with 20 days of mining. And by the way, I do have to issue a big, giant fail to all of you. One big, giant fail to all of you. Guys, do we not... The arcs are 20 days. 
always. Not 21, not 24, not 28. 20, all right? We've had 24s in the past. Uh, at Christmas, December's arc was 24. Every other arc, every arc we've had this year has been 20. So you guys, don't be, don't be, oh, well, I'll take that back. Our April was 24. April was 24. So, yeah, always 20, just as a side note. Put that in your data banks. Always 20. That said, out of those 20 days, if you're looking at the calendar, we had three days at the very beginning, and Arian pointed this out. Horn, this episode was taped less than 24 hours after the completion of a 72-hour Isogen event. So it probably did feel kind of crappy, all right? But after that first 72 hours, we've got one, two, three, four more days of Isogen. We're actually in day two of it now. There's only two more after today. And thankfully, they're not 72 hours. They're only 24 hours. So I, I do want to draw attention, as Stevens Aaron did, to all of the other content that's built into this arc. Uh, it's actually a very diverse arc, okay? Really, when you look at the calendar and you really break it out, we had Armada's indirectly today introducing uh what was this the Riker maneuver today um and by the way I don't know about the rest of you guys I'm stuck on phase two stuck on phase two phase one was armadas and and not even one or two it was actually a decent little chunk wasn't it horn had to do uh, had to do three or four armadas thank god for better spawn rates because <laughs> uh, we, I, I had to do, I think, three or four armadas to, to hit that 60,000 points at Ops 41. Then Phase 2 came in to away team's assignments. Now, Bubba, I know is not listening right now. Bubba, I want to give you a shout-out that I did, in fact, release uh, our feedback report back up to the top regarding ticketed events. All right? I have had two conversations this week. I hope that they have time to get through uh, to get through everything and reiterate that for a 24-hour event, which is exactly what I'm going to point out here, Tequila. You're right, okay? Phase two is away missions, all right? Now, he says we got piles of speed-ups. Yes, we do. Uh, well, I don't know piles. We're getting them, though. We're definitely getting them, all right? Uh, folks, don't forget, you do have this daily. You, you, I, I'm, I'm not sure how I feel, Mark, about being required to do dailies to accumulate currents. I, I guess it doesn't, that's not old news though, is it, Ripper? Required to do dailies to accumulate currency necessary for other milestone events. I guess that's not really no. new, is it? No, I don't think so. Yeah. And, and plus it's free. Oh, it is free. No tickets. So it is free. Uh, players are arguing about the payout. There's always an eight hour event. So you throw it, uh, you know, you, there's always an eight hour mission. So you, you know, you put an officer on an eight-hour mission, he completes the mission, and then you got 12 speed-ups. Yeah. Yeah, you can do that. So that's what I see. You can do that. So speed-ups speed ups are there. You're getting the away team speed-ups in your dailies. Hopefully you've been doing those because it seems clear that you're going to need to do that. Now, let me be very clear on one logistical point. I'm going to be objective and fair to Scopely for a second uh, because some people are saying that the milestones are too high. In fact, hopefully they're not. Hopefully, you got a jump start by knocking out your armadas today, all right? Because the away team's assignments, phase two, is going to be a little bit sticky. I'm held there. I'm held there big. I'm going to be there probably for two days. I'm probably not going to beat phase three until day three. Well, phase three is very easy, so. That's the good news. Phase three yeah. is going and killing some reds, okay? Real super simple. Phase three is easy. Uh, go kill some reds. Why am I struggling, Tequila. I am struggling because I need 1,500 points for Phase 2. Is that right? Hang on. Let me double check. 15. I'm checking. 
Yeah, no, sorry. 5,000. <laughs> 5,000. I need 5,000 points. Okay. Uh, by the way, to complete an epic assignment gives me uh, 2,400. So really, truthfully, I only need two epics and an uncommon or two epics and a rare, potentially. But, Big, this is where I'm getting bit in the foot. You know how you guys, listen community, you know how I do assignments. So yes, I do in fact have two epics, or had, let me rephrase, I had two epics queued up today, uh, one that's going to finish today and one that's going to finish tomorrow. I already had two epics already running, so I'm thinking, ah, I'm in good shape. I'm in great shape, except, except my epic failed, big. <laughs> because Ooh. because I only send them out at like 50, 60, 70%. Okay? Bad luck. Bad luck. Bad luck. All right? It failed. So I got 1,200 points and now need to run another. Uh, hopefully, my epic tomorrow is a success because then that'll get me 3,600 points and I'm still going to need three rares or a bunch of uncommons. All right? So. This one's going to get me a little bit stuck. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do it. I've got the speed-ups to do it, but my comment to, to Ops this morning was, listen, I don't know about that milestone because I feel like that's going to make people use more speed-ups than maybe they feel comfortable with. I know I'm going to have to use a few days' worth. So I don't know, Big. Let me ask you. Phase two, is it too much to ask to require players to use between three and five days' worth of speed-ups for 200 Ultra Recruit tokens? Hmm? Um, so, mm. let Thank me, uh, I, unless I'm remembering, because I didn't refresh mine, and I did do this, but the ISO regen is normally a 8-hour or a 12-hour, correct? Uh, it can be up to 24 it can be up to 24. I, I, so I think yeah. I had mine was like eight hours. You know, I think I had one that was eight hours, and it counts it as a rare. It does because it is rare. Okay. Yeah. It is so it counts rare. it as a rare. So I thought, oh, you know what? Those were easy points. And then I was fortunate that when I woke up this morning and I had three epics. So I was very, you know, I was fortunate that they were. That they were in there, so I I literally got lucky, you know, this morning. But you know, I think you know it gives you you're going to get at least one rare, and I feel like the rare is eight or twelve hours. So I think you know you could get three of those done, you know, and be able to knock it out. So, but um, so I you know I didn't feel like it was that bad, and I'm trying to look at it from a level forty one perspective. So well, let's look at it from a level thirty-five perspective or a level thirty. How many speed ups are you guys going to have to spend to complete, uh, say, two epics or three rares? All right. Now, do keep in mind, and this is what Scopely's response was: you've got three days. All right. And of course, thankfully to players like Big and players like Raxnar, we were able to determine what phase three was because one of my original questions to Ops was. Oh, my God, because I, I did have this conversation. I said, ooh, I'm going to get stuck here. I'm going to get stuck here. Uh, can you give me a little bit of insight? Like, do I need to spend money to finish Phase 3, or is this going to be something simple? Because, by the way, this is before Phase 3 actually presented, Raxnar. I said, uh, is this going to be something somewhat simple that I can do on Day 3? 
and not like, let's say day three is to complete, I don't know, 50 armadas or something stupid, all right? Is it going to take more than one day? Am I going to have to go kill 500 hostiles or something crazy? All right. Now, tequila, you're right. It is optional, but you know, listen, when it it is optional, nobody has to do it. You just got to find a way to do it. You got to find a way. You want to look, you want to look and get that rare, you know, because it's, uh, you see them, you know, like sometimes an epic, like one of my epics was one day. So like, you want to get that rare. That's like one day or that, you know, you don't want to do the two day and the three day. If you're trying to complete the mission, you want to get the one that's like, you know, the most amount of points for the shortest amount of time. Well, Raxanar has got it right. Okay. This benefits players who, who are lucky with the RNG. One day epics are gold in this event. <laughs> yeah. A one day epic saves you. Much. I don't Here's have one. I don't have it yet. As a matter of fact, my current, uh, current assignment list, and by the way, just to try to do it without blowing five days worth of speed ups. I got every single assignment running, but obviously they're not running at 100%. All right, so I'm going to fail some. I've got an uncommon, a common, two rares, and two epics, but I'm going to have to use speed ups on the epics uh, because both of them expire after the end of the event. So I'm going to have to use at least 24 hours on each of those. That being said, um, the, the communication that came back, even though I wasn't super favorable on phase two, uh, the communication that came back is, hey, don't fret. It is a 72-hour event. You got three days. Dahaga says I should have planned ahead. Well, I didn't know how many points are going to be required. I knew it was assignments. By the way, I had two epics already set up that, that were going to be completed. What I didn't count on was failing one of them. <laughs> so that is on me. You're right, Dagus. That is on me. I did have two epics uh, set up to complete. I just didn't expect to fail one. All right. Uh, so, so there you go. Now, let's talk a little bit about these rewards because that's the next thing that people are griping about a little bit. And maybe rightfully so. DJ, one other. You, you know, for me, this might be one of those teams. If you were one of those players, which I know that, you know, there's a lot of them at have not used a refresh at all. You know, look, when it, well, for me, it's on, I'm on Eastern time. So at 8 p.m., when it refreshes, if you don't get something that's really going to help you complete the event, maybe it's, you know, you use a refresh and to, to get a whole new set of missions may have for to. your rating to help, you know, get something that's going to help you knock the event out. Yep, may have to. And, and you know what? Look, Taff here, I appreciate your perspective. Ops 37 says, guys, what's wrong with you? Quit your complaining. I've saved my dailies. All right. I burned through about three days worth of speed ups and I completed the Riker event. Already done. Easy peasy. Okay, good. I'm glad. You know what, Taff? You were a little bit more prepared than I was. <laughs> so I'm glad for that. But you know what? There, there are a few players out there, maybe like me, who maybe didn't prepare maybe quite as well as they should have. And, and nonetheless, we're going to have to, we're gonna have to uh, make that up. But I will. I will. I'm going to because I want to complete the event. Now, let's take a look at the rewards for this event. First, phase one, a uh, couple of armadas, 100 ultras. Okay. I bet there's more coming. That's okay. I bet there's more coming. There's got to be more coming. We can't be doing all this for 100 ultras. All right? So we finished phase one. Then we got phase two. Phase two, 200 ultras. Okay. 200 ultras. All right, so now now I'm spending a bunch of speed-ups, which are arguably rare, maybe some refresh tokens, which are scopely deemed rare, okay? I got 300 ultras in here. 300! Okay? Now, I haven't seen Phase 3 yet, but what I know of Phase 3 is that it apparently is giving 500. 
Is that correct? Because I've been told that, uh, thank you for validating, Phase 3 is 500 Ultras because Phase 1, 2, and 3 were designed to give you one chest pull from the Ultra chest. 800 Ultra recruits. Boaz says, whoop, whoop, one pull. Get excited, Boaz. One whole pull. All right, now for me, I, uh, I, Big, you're being quoted. CCS says, weak sauce. <laughs> weak sauce. All right, that's phase one, two, and three. D-Agent says, not worth the speed up spent. Zoomer says, it's time for the vomiting cat. All right, I listen, I don't disagree. I don't like the payouts. But let's look. There's two other events here. Hold on, everybody. Ripper, we're, we're, uh, we're getting multiple requests for a meh. Go ahead, please. Ripper. Rewards? Meh. Meh. Okay, weak sauce. Let's take a look at the Riker Maneuver Alliance leaderboard. Maybe there's going to be some good stuff in there, okay? Let's take a look. All right, we got 25 alliances deep. 28, that's a good depth, big country. I'm pleased with that. 25 alliances. Uh, let's say the average alliance. Average alliance. And, and by the way, the average is way higher than 70, but let's use 70. That means, ladies and gentlemen, 1,750 players on your alliance, uh, potentially more. 1,750 players on your server, rather, are going to get some form of Riker coin, Riker tokens. All right, I'm cool with that. 25 spots on the Alliance leaderboard, 1,700. That's great, okay? Now, if you're an Alliance that's going to place in the top 10 uh, or even top 25, you got 4,800, you got 2,400. Uh, even, even if your Alliance finishes third place, you got 7,200. 7,200. Uh, hang on just a second. Hang on. I, I got to go. I got to bounce into the event store real quick because something something doesn't sound right. 7,200. Okay. Yeah. So third place is not going to get enough Riker tones for a Riker shard. But second place will. Second and first place. All right. And probably, by the way, it's going to depend on your ops a little bit too, I would imagine. All right. And you're right, Ilarvin. This seems a little convoluted for one Riker shard. Just one. A hey, deal? You and I don't see eye to eye a whole lot. But you know what? I kind of got to read your question with a little bit of support and say, is that strong enough for a three-day event, big country? <laughs> one? You know how I feel about it, especially when they're three days. It just one seems like... Right on shard for three days worth of work? Three days? All right, hang on. Maybe we're missing it, Big. Maybe we're missing it. So, yeah, first and second place alliances. Somebody's missing it. First and second place alliances, you're going to get a single Riker shard. Okay. All right. Hold on. We're not done yet. We're not done yet. We've got the Riker Maneuver server milestone. Don't you worry, everybody. The server milestone is coming. All right. That's where the payout is. Hang on. That's where the big bucks are. Hey, server 15, what's your milestone? Uh... 67,000 points. Hey, we're 12 hours. Well, not really. I guess we're only like five hours into the event. Hey, how many of your milestones have you hit? None. Okay, not a big deal. How close are you to your first milestone? Less than half. Less than half. Now, granted, it's a work day. It's the middle of the day. A lot of people probably going to get on at night tonight, right, big country? A lot of people get on at night. That's, that's a big time play time is late in the evening, maybe overnight for some time zones, right? Uh, early morning, people got to work and this and that. All right, don't worry. We're only five hours in. We're five hours into a 72-hour event. We got 11,000 points. 
we got to hit 67,000 points. Hey, take a look there. We're not even in the in, in the worst case scenario, big country. Server 156 has to hit 87,000 points. Woo! 87,000. Yeah, but if you complete the third milestone, you get 50, and I think I think that, you know, toward, you know, there'll be a lot more points scored the second and third day. You think? Because yeah. because day one, phase one was easy. Guys, let me let me be clear. But I think like you, some people are still doing phase two now. So once you do phase two and, and phase three is very easy, like that, that's 70 okay. points that's going to come. Okay, that's fair because a lot of people probably are like me. They're probably hung on phase two. All right, so, so you're saying that we've probably got at least half of our server that may still have two-thirds of their event left to do. Okay, mm-hmm. I can buy that. So let's assume that your server is going to finish your server milestone. Let's assume your server finishes your server milestone. That's got to be where the money is. That's got to be where the money is, big country. Big money. Big money, big country. That's got to be where the money is. Wait a second. Hold on. I think. Hold on. I think there might be some zeros missing because if I add up all the milestones, hold on. If I add up all the milestones, I got 6,000 Riker tokens. I need, hold on. I need to go back to the event store just to make sure. Because if I get 6,000 Riker tokens, then that must mean that uh, Riker shards are on sale for like 500 apiece. Hang on. Let me double check here real quick. Wait a second. Big, it says 7,500. It says 7,500 for one token, for one shard. So the server milestone pays 6,000, and a Riker shard is 7,500. Am I getting that right? Okay. Okay, hang on, hang on. There's one more, there's one more thing we need to do, Big. Let's, I mean, because we're looking at individual pieces. Let's be fair. Let's add it all up. Let's assume you finish your server milestone. There's 6,000. Let's assume that your alliance finishes in the top 10, which is not going to be for everybody, but let's assume your alliance finishes in the top 10. There's 4,800. There's seven or 10,800. Uh, let's go into... Wait, wait, is that it? Because phase one is ultras, phase two is ultras, phase three is ultras. So for true talk, an entire week, three days, Riker week. (laughs) Riker week, everybody. I think think you got to emphasize that. Like they're advertising Riker Riker week. week. (laughs) This is Riker week. All right, now, hang on. I'm going to do one more thing because, you know, I'm a shill. <laughs> so let me just tell you guys how wrong you are, okay? Well, you know what? It was a typo. Yeah. I'm just going to tell you I'm going to tell you how wrong y'all are, okay? Because if your alliance finishes top 10 and your server finishes all the milestones, you're going to get 10,800. So there's your one shard, all right? You're going to have 4,000 left over. Then if you, fin- you got a chest with 7,500, okay? You got a chest with 7,500, so there's two shards, okay? Two shards, you still got 4,000 left over. Then on Monday, there was an event that gave 7,500 Riker tokens. That was a good event. Three shards, okay? Three shards. Now, the weird thing was Tuesday came, no Riker tokens. No Riker coins. Then Wednesday came, and I don't see any Riker tokens except for this three-day. So... And, and it's a three-day, Monday, Tuesday, and then Wednesday, Thursday, Friday is the three-day event. Hold on. Uh, Jesse, Jesse, I'm going to pull your calendar back up here real quick. Calendar. 
Super Jesse. Okay. Today's the 14th. We still have Mining Fleet Overhaul. <laughs> That's my favorite event of the arc. Mining Fleet Overhaul coming up tomorrow. It's a 48-hour SMS. And then Armada Hunt. Then we got three ticketed events. Ooh, Parabellum. And a Faction Hunt. Boy, Friday looks busy. Now, let's look at the previous iterations of all of these events. In Armada Hunt Alliance Milestone that ran this past Saturday, someone's going to have to help me remember how many Riker Shards were in that event because there were some. I do think that there was a handful, maybe four or five. Is that correct? There were a couple, I believe. Okay. So let's assume that that happens. All right. Kirko says, I think there was 10. All right. Uh, thinks that there was possibly 10 there. JD says there was none in the AMS. You sure? Maybe not. Maybe not. Maybe it was in the solo milestone that went with it. I don't know. Um, but if we take a look at the calendar, Saturday there was uh, Armada. So there must have been an Armada solo milestone event alongside the AMS. Is that what you're saying? Okay. A deal says yes. There was a solo milestone that ran alongside the AMS that's actually not on the calendar. Okay. An AMS that ran alongside, oh, and, and, uh, and, uh, oh no, not that purge, not that purge. Okay. So there was a solo milestone that ran alongside Armada Hunt AMS. 10 shards there. Okay, cool. I'm good with 10. Now we're at 13 for the week. All right. 13 for the week. Except AMS, the Alliance Milestone, was an event of the arc and probably not big country, the central feature theme of an entire week, right? Because it right. happened last week and it's happening next week. So it's not obviously right. an exclusive Riker week exciting thing. All right. As a matter of fact, the Riker maneuver seemed to me to be the capstone, if you will, of Riker week. <sighs> Two shards. Two. And then, of course, the free chest. Three. And then uh, the event, which gave a fourth. So in Riker Week, four. In the special Riker Week events, four. Yikes. You know what? Who said weak sauce? I think it was CCS. Big, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with that. Weak sauce. Four shards in a week. I don't like it. No, everybody, everybody has. There's a, a lot, several that have. It's Riker Week. You're spelling, they spell it W-E-E-K. And it should be W-E-A-K. <laughs> they got it wrong. <laughs> They got it wrong, all right? It's the wrong kind of week, all right? Riker week uh, is paying you four shards. Now, uh, I will say this, okay? I am going to say this. Uh, Raxnar, thank you. You kind of knew where I was going. We're not going to get into detail on this today because uh, we are very close to doing some video testing. Raxnar says they are way, way, way overvaluing these Riker shards, or are they? Folks, introducing your new number one Armada crew. Omicron, I ain't beating a dead horse. I'm moving right along. Your number one Armada crew. I'm just going to tease you with it right there and leave it right there. Okay? We're going to do a video on it, and we're going to talk about how to use that uh, coming up in a future show. I don't have time to get to it today. Just know this. I said this about Picard. Big country, I said it about Picard. If you have any opportunity to get any shards... You should, right? I said that. Take uh -huh. any opportunity you have to get any shards, okay? 
uh, I'm saying the same thing for Riker with in, uh, renewed enthusiasm. All right? Riker, guys, I'm just going to go ahead and tell you right now. Now, again, someone's going to call me a shill, but there's data out there. There's players that got him. This officer is the most vicious Armada officer ever to be introduced into this game. Plain, simple, bottom line, answer, proof positive, 100%. If you do, Ragnar says for Fed Armadas, nope, I disagree. All right, I disagree. Yes, he's an ounce better on Federation Armadas, but his power, his power comes from the captain's maneuver. His power is coming from the captain's maneuver. And uh, you know what? If I can, Omicron, can I, can I save that? Can I pin that in the graphics room? Ladies and gentlemen, take a quick look at this Sally using Riker as captain in round one. His energy shot was 225,000 by round 28 with Riker, Kirk, and Spock. So nobody else doing anything to weapons. And his Sally, his ship's ability, does not do anything to weapons. His shot went from 225,000 to 828,000 in 28 rounds. His kinetic, hey, Big, do you, Ripper, you're an analytics guy. Can you ever imagine a day when we would be talking about Rev Deuce? Oh, he left. Oh, no, he's here. Rev, you're a Sally god. You love the Sally. Can you ever imagine a day that we would be discussing a Saladin throwing 2.9 million damage in a single shot? Well, folks, Riker makes it possible. 2.9 million in one shot. All right. Dahaga says round one and 28 aren't related guns, though. Well, they, they were. We looked at the whole thing. These were non-criticals. He did his first energy. Uh, we looked at the firing pattern, and then he did, of course, it's, there's only one kinetic. Okay? He's amazing on longer fights, which makes sense why he's an Armada officer. All right? Sorry to those of you who were waiting for a later auction. The good news is there's still 20 available shards in the auction milestone. <laughs> so for those of you who may uh, be very upset now that auction prices may inflate, I'm sorry, that's what we're here for, is to tell people what's good. Uh, Riker is stupid. Yeah, Rev, I rang. I wanted to ask you if you have ever, in the history of this game, seen any example where a Sally, a Sally could throw 2.9 million damage with its kinetic shot without using Kang or Curon or Harrison or any of those guys. 2.9 million. Not, not without a critical build. You need that bonus. Not without a critical build. But wait, we used we used Kirk and Spock. And right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, it's amazing in Armada. And Captain Taylor just shared a, a nice screenshot. So it's... There's you get one. A 10, 15, 20 rounds, and you're double, tripling your normal damage. Guys, introducing Commander Riker. Is he, in fact, your number one? <laughs> you see what I did there? It's play on words. Uh, yeah. That was a good one. Thank that you. was a good one. Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, he does indeed deserve to be your number one. All right, get him. 
chase him. All right. Now, that being said, Raxnar, that being said, is it still good to advertise Riker Week and only give four shards? No. <laughs> no, it's not. They are probably valuing these shards, but it's probably not still good to do a whole feature week and do four shards. All right. Now, that being said, that being said, we've got an Alliance milestone coming tomorrow and presumably an Alliance, uh, sorry, uh, a solo milestone. As a matter of fact, I can tell you with certainty, here is your communication from Live Ops. I don't know if that music bed is actually necessary. It's, I always play it when I got something from Live Ops. Uh, here you go. Uh, Live Ops, communication. Uh, tomorrow... Here we go. This is the quote, and I was given authorization to read this to you. Tomorrow, we are going to have some new Armada events. Tell everyone to get excited. That's what he said. <laughs> Tell everyone to get excited. Uh, new Armada events. And I said, interesting. Is this a new metric? Is it a new, is it for the Alliance Milestone event? What? Can you elaborate? Give me some details. He said, a new event not on the calendar. Not on the calendar. Running alongside the AMS tomorrow. Ladies and gentlemen, I've been authorized to clear for you not only a solo milestone, but a solo leaderboard that will, in fact, be damage-based with an unannounced unique mechanic. I don't know what that mechanic is. I don't know. Don't ask. There is a new hook, a new mechanic of some kind. I'm sure it's going to be use Riker or something to that effect, maybe possibly. But there will be added to the calendar tomorrow solo milestone and solo leaderboard alongside the AMS. Now, if pattern holds true, if pattern holds true, then perhaps we shall see the bulk of Riker Week awards come in this solo milestone at the end of Riker Week, which kind of makes sense. Maybe they were building up, big country. We got four in the first part of the week, and then, bam, they're going to get you 10 in a solo milestone coming up tomorrow. Okay? Now, Clyde said if it is used Riker, that's stinky. Well, I mean, I'm not saying that it is or isn't. I don't know. Okay? I don't know. All right? But I do know that some players are getting close. Okay? Some players are getting close. I've got 76. I mean, if, if, if I do both of the auction milestones, I'm pretty much guaranteed an unlock. If I finish my events and I do, if I finish my events and I do both more auction milestones, even if I don't place, I'm going to get him unlocked. So I think throughout the entire arc, they've actually done a little bit better with current officer sourcing. Again, I said this with Picard. All right, I know people still want Beverly, but I said this with Picard. We, we agreed to it with Jordy. Data's been a little bit tougher. Beverly's been a little bit tougher. God, they're throwing a route out Wesley like it's going out of style. Uh, does that tell you how they value those shards big? <laughs> oh, Wesley Crusher. Um, so <clears throat> you've got an opportunity here to get more shards than we typically normally do. The solo milestones, this and that, okay? So be aware that there is. Now, somebody's saying that they want more advance notice. I don't, I don't know about that. Okay. I mean, hey, they didn't even have to tell us they were adding something to the calendar. I'm pleased that they did. Thank you. All right. Uh, and I might point out that, hey, Armada spawns and finding Armada seems to not be an issue these days. 
So if you got a solo leaderboard, maybe grab you a couple Red Bull or a couple cups of coffee, and maybe you can make a real strong run at it tomorrow in an unannounced, grindy solo leaderboard. Okay? Damage-based solo leaderboard, grindy, spend the time, and could perhaps have an amazing reward. We don't know. I'm just trying to hype you now. <laughs> All right? So that's coming with Riker Week tomorrow, and, and hopefully big. Man, that's my hope. I'm hoping that they're just trying to hype us, and I hope the big money comes tomorrow because so far Riker Week has not been impressive. Are you calling me a super show because I'm hyping the event or because I just said Riker Week has sucked? Because uh, <laughs> it, it, ain't, it ain't good. All right? I uh, have not been enjoying Riker Week thus far. That being said, uh, we still got more to come. And then, of course, don't forget your ticketed events coming up Friday. More ticketed faction hunt, Parabellum for those of you who are eligible, and another opportunity to build another miner with Mining Fleet Overhaul. That comes tomorrow. Okay. Questions on the upcoming calendar? Questions on that. Don't forget, Saturday is your second chance event, and that event has been confirmed as utilizing the 10 free golden tickets that you earned in your free battle pass notice there's only 10 there will not be any more there will not be any for sale there will not be any gifted you have 10 only you will have to choose your side in the second chances event coming this saturday choose carefully there shall be no further warning. Choose wisely. Choose wisely based on the objectives of the event. There shall be no further warnings. The event will happen before we do another show. Choose carefully. Second chances come Saturday. It's one and done, people. You will not have any mulligans. No do-overs. Uh, yes, by the way, to answer the question, the power of Riker, I do believe, uh, I do believe comes in his unlock. He does have a good officer ability against fed armadas. It just amplifies his captain's maneuver, though. The power of Riker, the ultimate power oh. of Riker, comes in the unlock. Okay? Just like Picard, by the way. Okay. <clears throat> Captain Mark says, choose poorly. Gives me a better shot. Don't disagree. All right. We have gone way too much time and not even gotten to the title of the episode, How to Mine Isogen. Let's do this. I started, Horn, <laughs> I started to, and then we got completely off topic. Can't imagine that that happens on this show ever. It's crazy. How to mine isogen, people. We're going to talk about it coming up right after the break. I might have to condense it a little bit big. But how to mine isogen. Yes, I know. Some of you are using Vidars to mine it, you pirates. But for those of you wanting to mine it, is there an actual mechanic here that maybe the majority of players are overlooking? Is the Meridian designed to be your sole isogen miner and if that's the case ripper why is mackinan on sale in the store right now hmm could scopely be sending a message on the true intent of the meridian i believe they are and i'm going to relay that message to you coming up after the break my name is ultimate djs this is talking trek live star trek fleet commands official podcast don't go anywhere i'll be back in a moment this program is made possible in part by a grant from hide laundry detergent put on clothes washed in hide and you'll want to wear something over them 
Introducing the Nike Air Avenatti, the first sneaker with no sole. Avenatti used illegal and extortionate threats for the purpose of obtaining millions of dollars in payments for himself. Other track shoes claim to boost your speed, but the Air Avenatti got caught pulling a fast one. You know that old adage, you live by the sword, you die by the sword. Winning the race of life is hard, but Nike invites you to just sue it with the Air Avenatti. Avenatti faces two more trials on the West Coast. The Air Avenatti. It currently doesn't have a release date, but it could be out as early as 2023 with good behavior. Like Mike, if I could be like Mike. Then and now. Taking a picture of your butt, then. Oh my gosh, I just sat on the camera and it took a picture of my butt. Oh gosh, we have to get rid of this entire roll of film. I can't have anyone see this. Okay, I, I get it. You poor thing. Taking a picture of your butt, now. Oh my gosh, I just took a picture of my butt. I gotta put this on Instagram. I need as many people as possible to see this. Okay, I get it. You poor thing. Baby cat back. Your daddy had a lake house. He had me painted that summer sophomore year. Said I could stay for free. A couple buddies, a couple weeks You rode in in a little red Honda And headed straight for the pier Tank top and cut off jeans A little pack sun underneath Who knew it was about to be Sunrise, sunburn, sunset repeat Moonlight all night crashing in Sunburn, sunset, repeat. Welcome back, everybody. Sunrise, sunburn, sunset, repeat. Luke Bryan on your Talking Craig Radio Waves. Welcome into the show, everybody. My name is Ultimate DJs. Enjoying my summertime. I hope you guys are as well. Summertime is literally, it's like one of my favorite times of the year, big country. I mean, I, I, I have some, like, dislikes when it comes to weather. Like, I don't like it to be, like, 110 when it's muggy outside all right i don't like it i don't like muggy but man a good dry clean fresh smelling like when you can go outside and you can smell the trees or smell the grass like you can smell summer and not like skanky summer like you can smell good clean god's country summer that is one of my favorite feelings in the world. Now, I like winter, too, which is crazy. My wife thinks I'm insane because I like the cold, too. But, man, in the summertime, just sitting out on my deck. You know, I, I think I love summer more now, Big, that I've actually moved into the country because I have a great porch. I've shown you guys pictures before Ooh. of my view from my porch. I, this morning, guys, I kid you not, I was up at 7.30 this morning. 7.30 this morning, sitting on my porch, having a glass of water. Yes, playing Star Trek Grinding Reds. Grinding Reds, playing Star Trek Fleet Command <laughs> with my feet propped up on my porch. All right? I'm telling you, I love it out here. Love it out here. So I, I, I do. I love the country. Uh, I, do, I do have allergies. Fortunately, my medical professional wife has seemingly got my allergies for the most part under control. I can still have an attack, 
Um, but for the most part, like she's she's got me under she got me under control. Really, really good. All right, right before the break, we're talking about isogen mining, ladies and gentlemen. Now, some of you are saying um, that you don't see Mackinac in the store. Daggone, I don't either. Was it limited time? Holy cow, it's not there. Mackinac was on sale yesterday, and a lot of people presented me with the question: Is Mackinac still worth it? All right. Now, granted. I don't see her in the store at the second, which may mean, hopefully, perhaps, Mackinan, uh, Aaliyah Mackinan, maybe she'll come back. I don't know. I, I actually thought she was in the store for more than a day, uh, but I don't see her right now. Today, I see Raphael DuPont, and I see two of ten, and I see ten of ten. Ooh, that's a, that's a stellar value right there, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> 10 of 10. Good God, 23 shards. Uh, <clears throat> all right, let's take a look at 10 of 10 very quickly. 10 of 10. Is there value in 10 of 10? Eh, I think the power of him comes in his unlock, comes in his captain's ability. Uh, does he have a beneficial officer ability? Certainly he does. He increases mining speeds of G3 and G4. So, yeah. Uh, and, uh, for example, AIE... I uh, don't know how to say your name. Let me call you K21. K21 says uh, this could be used as, uh, you know, an officer for a deep space miner. Could be. I, I can see that because he's good for G4. Um, still not a super high priority, and I don't know that I would spend $100 on him, but maybe. Okay, maybe. I think the power of him comes in the unlock. Let's look at DuPont. DuPont is available in the store right now. Captain's ability, mining speed boost, but his officer ability being an increase to protected cargo. Now, that's a good one. That's one that you want to focus on upgrading. Do you want to pay for it? I don't know. Currently, he's not available in any other form, except for the limited time ultra recruit chest that you've got right now. DuPont is the only officer, the only new mining officer that's been added to the ultra recruit chest. So you got DuPont in there, and you might have an opportunity. Wait a second. Where's DuPont? Oh, there he is. Sorry. He's a rare. That's why I was looking in the purples. All right. There's DuPont. All right. So you got him in there. Uh, that one, I would argue, about all the officers for sale right now, um, is the one that's probably most worth trying to upgrade. Okay. Trying to upgrade. Mackinnon would be another. Now, Mackinnon was available in the store yesterday. I'm sorry this information is coming to you late. I apologize. I did not see the timer. Uh, Mackinnon was in the store, and if Mackinnon represents, if you're a spender, I might consider it. Why? Why, DJ, would you consider Mackinnon when you've got a Meridian? And maybe, potentially, end up with two Meridians. All right? Because, by the way, anybody who's spent on a Meridian now, you're going to get a second one. And thanks to the repeated begging of the community you will now be able to get the parts for the second Meridian before you even get the second Meridian. Okay? Which has never happened before, so kind of pleased on that front. All right? Let me be very clear just with an announcement that I made. Okay? Let me be very, very clear. If you bought a Meridian and you want to upgrade the second one, you need to get the parts from the mini event store. Okay? You got to meet both those criteria. If you paid for one... And if you want to max or upgrade the second one, you have to get the parts from the event store. We don't know when they'll return, presumably in future event stores or maybe in packs, but at least you can do this one with game currency, potentially. 
All right? You might have to buy some game currency or you have to sacrifice your Riker, but whatever. Okay? Get the parts if you plan on maxing two Meridians. If you're a free-to-play and you're counting on the Meridian out of the Battle Pass, do not waste your Riker Week currency on parts. Do not waste your currency on parts if you're not going to buy a second Meridian. If you're going to wait on the free one, you're going to get a free pair of components. Okay, so do not spend your currency on a second set, on a second set of components when you're not going to do a second ship. Now, that sounds like common sense, but a lot of people have had that question because they don't have the Meridian. Therefore, they don't know that the missions are giving the parts. So hear me, people. If you are waiting on your free Meridian, you will get one pair of free parts. Do not buy the parts unless you're going to build a second one. That said, I did, big country, get my grant. They gave me the Meridian. As a matter of fact, I showed it off on camera the other day and stupidly and foolishly spent a ridiculous amount of latinum on it. But we did demonstrate its ability, which is pretty daggone massive. Right, big country? Right, Raxnar? It's pretty significant. As a matter of fact, I showed you on camera a tier, well, it was tier 7 at the time, but a tier 1, level 1 Meridian. Level 1 didn't spend an ounce on her. No XP, zero. Level 1, unlock. And it's in the YouTube stream from Sunday, so you can go back and watch it if you want. You can see it for yourself, the difference between unlocking that ship and I took it to level 35, which is tier 7. It was a redonkulous difference. Crazy. Stupid. And compared to an Antares or a G4 miner or, or uh, any other mining ship, a Horizon, all right, it's redonkulous squared. Stupid, ridiculous, good. If you're mining isogen. Now, Mark and Horn, let's get back to what we actually started to talk about a little bit ago. Let's talk about mining isogen efficiently. There's actually two ways to do it, and three if you want to get technical. The first one I'm going to go ahead and knock out right now, Mark. All right? The first one I'm going to knock out right now, get it out of the way because it's not the point of what I want to talk about today, but that's, of course, OPCL hunting. Okay? There's overcap all over the place. Mark, it's there for the right taking. I mean, it's there everywhere. Okay? All over the place. You cannot fly through a system and not find cargo. Is that correct, Reb Deuce? You've got to be stealing your cargo, right? Truck and chick, you stealing? No, you're on a protected server. So are you, Ripper. Goodness gracious, lucky dog. No, I'm stealing. Oh, are you? Okay, I thought you were on a protected server. So are, are you still mining isogen, or are you just stealing it all? I mine and steal. Okay. Not so clever says we're stealing the crap out of some ISO. All right? We're stealing the crap out of some ISO, he says. Well, I it's try to steal mine. It's out there. Yeah, that's right. Go, go after Mark's, all right? Come after mm -hmm. mine. Come after mine. Because, by the way, Mark, that trick didn't work when I was level one. <laughs> I, yeah. I got blown up. Uh, but once I took it, once I took it to level 35, it actually started working. Started working. What's the trick? Lull your enemies into a false sense of security by allowing them to come at your overcargo with a Vidar. 
with a pan crew, because that's what they're hunting with, right? A Vidar with a pan crew. They're going to come and take your cargo. And guess what? They took three other people's cargo before they got to you. So then they come and attack my ship. And currently, my ship is running TOS, Kirk, Spock, and Uhura. Um, some other variants out there, Mark, include an anti-interceptor crew. El Chipo says, Yuki, Kirk, Spock. Mark, what are you running? You're running a checkoff, if I'm not mistaken. Is that correct? Right. Yeah, I had uh, TOS, uh, Kirk, uh, TOS, Uhura, and uh, checkoff. And uh, checkoff. TOS, checkoff. Check Has anybody ever found a use for that officer? Mark did. I just did. <laughs> Mark did. Okay. Look, Storm's using your exact same crew. Look at there. Okay. A tier six Meridian took out uh, a Mayflower. All right. Which, I mean, it's a Mayflower, but it's still a warship. <laughs> okay. Yeah, like, still well, a warship. Rhett was saying that uh, people were um, guarding their miners uh, now. So he was going in with the speed crew just so he could get in and get out. That's right. Um, and that uh, leaves you uh, with less uh, strength on your radar. So. What is happening is some Meridians are, some Meridian owners rather, are finding that the speed crew, Mackinnon or Arium, not providing enough of a benefit. Listen, if I'm mining, right, Mark, I'm sure we had this conversation. If I'm mining at 510,000 an hour, I don't need to mine at 520,000 an hour, right? Right. Okay. If I'm doing it with no officers, at 510 an hour, I don't need to add Mackinnon and a full speed synergy crew and get 525,000 an hour. Okay? It's not enough of a bump. So the question was presented to me is Mackinnon essentially worthless? Has Scopely devalued Mackinnon, Mark? How dare they? They sold us an officer and now she's trash. Scopely! Scopely! You invalidated my purchase. Bait and switch. Bait and switch. Or how about no? How about no? How about Mackinnon is not the correct officer for this new ship? Hmm. What are you talking about, DJ? I cannot mine Isogen with anything other than the brand new ship that Scopely forced me to buy. That would be a waste of my money, Mark. I must mine all Isogen with a Meridian. It must be so. Make it so. Engage. No. No. Thank you, Caboose. Guys, you got a Meridian. For those of you who are going to take the free Meridian... Okay, you're going to end up with one. And yes, you have to at least somewhat kind of pay attention. Kind of. Mark, I imagine you, like me, are not staring at your screen watching the little yellow bubbles and your green triangle sitting on top of it. You're not watching that, are you? Surely not. Uh, not all the time. No, not all the time. We're checking in on it, right? I'm checking in on it. As a matter of fact, I'm going to log into my game right now. All right? Big Country is not going to be pleased with me here, but I'm going to, I'm going to say <laughs> big, country, big Country said, listen, all right? You're going to make the end of the takeover? The I, defense? <laughs> I am on my way to the takeover. Exactly. 
Uh, <laughs> folks on server 15, my Meridian at the moment is sitting with 156,000 cargo in it. Now, I tell you that not to brag. Okay? I ain't, I ain't boasting. What I'm saying is that Mark and I, we have kind of found that that the Meridian is mining fast enough. And yes, it's got crap cargo. It does. Right, Mark? It's got crap cargo. As a matter of fact, if we're not using a speed crew, why don't we use a protected crew? Why not? What's your protected right now? Mine. Uh, 60, 60K, something like that. Whoa. That's not okay. much. That's way better than mine. Mine's 19. <laughs> 19K. I'm at 19,000 protected on a tier 7 Meridian. 19K. But uh, what did I just say I had a second ago? 100 and what? I'm up to 164 now. 165. 166. Guys, it's mining stupid fast. Now, let's talk about this for a second. If speed is not the way to go, if cargo is not the way to go, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? I'm going to load it up with a crew that defends my miner, and maybe I don't have to stand, stand there and watch it. Okay, so there is the reason Mark developed his crew. There's the reason Clyde developed his crew. A defense, an anti-interceptor, something to, ho to hold off the Vidars so that when one of them does come and attack you, uh-oh, SpaghettiOs, dead Vidar. And, by the way, I don't think I still have this battle log, but it was amazing, Mark, because the Vidar that hit me had already hit three or four other people. So I got an attack notification. I wasn't even in game. <laughs> I wasn't watching. <laughs> I wasn't even paying attention. I got a notification that I was attacked, and I'm thinking, oh, hell, I forgot about my Meridian. I bet I just came home with 19,000 isogen. Uh, no. No, I took their overcargo because they attacked me and lost, and I went home with 300,000 isogen. Now, that's yeah, that was better than my all. Yeah, that, that's not a normal occurrence, okay? It's not a, an everyday thing. No. All right? But if a, if a Vidar hits you and they're overcargo, you're going to take it. Yes. Okay? And you're going to go home. Well, you're going to get the notification, and, and then you're going to go home. Crazy agrees. Meridian mines so fast, what's the point with protected cargo? Agreed, which is why we're setting up for defense. Also, Swagger points out, there's some great research in the away team's uh, uh, research tree. I, I say great research because I have never advocated for war minor defense. All right, I think it's a stupid category, except maybe it's not anymore, Mark. Maybe there's enough of it in the game that it's actually starting to make a difference. I mean, when was the last time a miner could survive a warship attack? It's really never happened. Is that what the uh, North Star was supposed to have been? Well, perhaps. But it's, it didn't happen. Sally's were no. taking it out left and right. All right. Except now there is a whole new set of research spread across two or three different trees that focus on defense on nodes. There's officers now. Look at check off. There's officers for defense on nodes. 
they are trying to make minors hold their own because really truthfully if you want to get into the canon of it all right minors can survive warship attacks they can defend themselves okay not without maybe sustaining heavy damage maybe not without suffering casualties but they don't go boom with a single shot they don't go boom in one round okay enter tos checkoff and tos bones Enter Barrett, except he doesn't flip and work. Okay. Enter Away Team's Research. Enter new ISO-infused research with ISO Resin. This arc available from assignments and your Meridian Refinery. New research. This arc that's going to make your miner stand up. Guys, the Meridian is kind of ridiculous. All right. Now, admittedly, I did not spend money on it, Mark. I told you guys I was going to let you know if I spent money on it or didn't. Scopely gave me my grant. I showed it off on camera. I went from tier one to tier uh, tier one to tier seven on camera. Spent fifty thousand latinum on the Sunday YouTube stream. Made me want to vomit, but I did it instantly. I did it instantly, so you guys could see. So I didn't wait on speed ups. I didn't wait on timers. I didn't do any of that. I spent 50,000 of my lat. By the way, they gave me the blueprints. That was my lat. I spent 50,000 latinum to show you what it could do. And uh, there, that was my trade-off. I spent 50,000 latinum, but I didn't have to buy the BPs. Now, seeing what it can do, Mark, let me ask you. Just an opinion. Horn, I might come to you if you're still listening. Ripper, you too, possibly. Big, we all paid for Meridian's. Are you going to upgrade your second one, and why? Mark, you go first. I think I would, um, because I have enough crew to, to to take two of them out, and as long as I'm able to keep an eye on it, uh, I think I'll I'll have yeah, it'll okay. be doubly good. It'll be twice as fast, right? The same amount of time. Spent to double my payload. Okay. Horn, you still around? You've been on mute for a minute. I don't know if you're still here. There you are. Yeah, I'm, I'm still here. Horn, and I, you, I, are, you are uh, largely, you're largely unhappy with the arc, but if I'm not mistaken, you're actually satisfied with the performance of the Meridian herself. Am I wrong? Oh, without a doubt. I mean, you can't argue with the ship's performance mm -hmm. and what it does. And if you buy your first one and then get your free one, I mean, you'll be uh iso within a matter of a couple of weeks mm -hmm. you probably get to a point where you you're doing at least triple and double on all three prime or well uh, one star two star three star that is actually why i might suggest a path horn you started down as you started down a road let me let me take a step down that road in just a second thank you big uh you bought a meridian are you mm -hmm. going to upgrade your second yeah why yeah, I uh, just options gives me options to play. Okay. So that's all. I mean, just like you know, we talk about it all all the time. There's so many different ways to play the game. Um, you know, so you can. It just gives you another means of which, if you want to, if I'm playing and I need isogen, I can throw two ships out. You know, mine it for two hours and get buku amount. If okay. I'm gonna be away from the game. 
I swap out the the meridians. I put out you know a cabord or whatever. Load it up with <laughs> you know Big. load it up with protected cargo. He was sent for two hours, Big. let it fill up. It's just it's just oh you're talking it gives you more options. Gibberish, gibberish, absolute malarkey. <laughs> Big country. Ha! Mark, get this. Horn, did you get a load of big country? He just said he's going to put a non-meridian on ISO. Ha! What a fool. What it's, a fool. it's all about options. But it's I, all about options. Oh, I what a goofy. By introducing this miner that the whole uh, territory research, something's coming, I would guess. I think that's a fair assumption. I personally, I've said this on the show already. I even put in our Discord. Guys, don't skip these away team's assignments. They're temporary, by the way. I don't know if I told you this. I even put it in a show teaser. Away team assignments for TNG are not permanent. Okay? FYI, they run out in 10 days and 16 hours from the moment of taping. Okay? We're in event day 10. At the conclusion of event day 20... The TNG assignments that are giving ISO resin will stop. They are for this arc only, which means, ah, Tequila, thank you for asking the golden question. How do we earn resin after the arc? There's one way, and it's through the Meridian Refinery. Just like we teased before the arc started that there was going to be a way for players not in territory, to obtain the particles, this is it. The meridian is the key. Go into your refinery, go to territory, scroll all the way to the right. God knows why it's all the way at the right. It's hidden. Most people don't even know it's freaking there. Scroll all the way to the right, and you're going to see a meridian refinery. That meridian refinery is going to allow you to refine ISO emulsion to get particles and resin, which is the only way you're going to get it after the arc is over. How do you get the ISO emulsion? You're going to get it from mining boatloads of ISO raw with the meridian or other ships. Woo, crazy. All right. You're going to mine it. Then you're going to refine it in the one, two, and three star refinery. Of course, if you're not in territory, you're only going to be able to do the one star. F- don't freak out, though. Don't freak out because honestly, the tier one ISO pays the most emulsion out of any of it. Okay, it's a reverse efficiency. Tier one refinery pays the most emulsion. Tier two is decreased. Tier three is decreased further. Now, you know what increases are the progenitor parts. But guess what? If you're not in territory, you got no need for parts. Okay, so it actually logistically, God, I can't believe I'm saying this. Logistically, it actually makes a little bit of sense. Okay, you don't need parts if you're not in territory. You, therefore, don't need to mine Tier 2 and Tier 3. Great news, you can't because you're not in territory. All you can mine is Tier 1 isogen. Well, fortunately, that's the isogen that pays the most emulsion. All right, and if you're not in territory, what you need is the emulsion, Okay, the emulsion is what is going to feed your research and now going to get you particles. Okay, Kim D says, I can't remember getting less as I teared up. I'm not talking about tearing anything. I'm talking about look at your refineries. And tomorrow morning, 
Look at your tier one, tier two, and tier three. And, and whatever your normal chests are, look at the ISO emulsion. It actually goes down. Tier one pays the most. Tier two pays less. Tier three pays the least. But they do pay more in progenitor alloy. Well, you need the alloy for services and, and takeovers. But if you're not in TC, doesn't matter. Okay, the ISO emulsion is what matters, and you don't have to be in territory to do it. Now, Truck and Chick says you can still get it, you can steal it, and that's true. And for now that the now that the Meridian is in the game, that's more possible than ever before, because there's overcargo everywhere. I had 160 just a second ago. I did tease you. Uh, I obviously recalled. I wasn't going to sit around and wait to get hit. I sent my miner back. I'm already over cap. I've got 40,000 over there sitting right now. And that was what three minutes ago. All right, there's cargo everywhere, so you can steal it if you're not in territory. But now, let's get back to the how to mine isogen thing, okay? Because Mark gave you a point that requires you to, to at least stay close by. You don't have to be watching. You don't have to be active mining, although it is active mining. And if you never, ever, ever want to lose a drop of raw isogen, then I guess, sure, stare at it, okay? And then, yeah, sure, I guess you're pissed off about the protected cargo. I actually, listen, would I like the protected cargo mark to be better? Absolutely. Of course, who wouldn't? I don't want to lose anything. But I am, I think, Mark, I'm not mad at the mechanic the way it was designed. You know what I'm saying? Like, of course I would take more cargo protected. But I don't think I'm mad at this ship. I really don't. It's mining stupid fast. It's given me a few warship-type capabilities. It's hitting more than one crowd, too, Mark. For the guys who want to mine it, okay, you can. For the guys who want to steal it, well, now there's ten times as much out there. All right. right. It, it solves the problem of not being in territories for players who need research and particles. Gives another small little hint to what Scopely deems premium or early access because particles haven't been available to free-to-play or at least, well, not available to, to not top, you know, maybe 20 alliances until now. All right, or out, alliances outside the coalitions or this or that, okay? It, it literally hits everybody. It satisfies a need for everybody, which... Checks is, a lot of boxes. It checks a lot of boxes. It's kind of mind-boggling. All right? It's kind of mind-boggling everything that this ship actually accomplishes. All right? And as Big Country and Horn just pointed out and started down a path that I wanted to finish on today. All right? It is not your only isogen miner. As a matter of fact, I would argue that Mackinac is more important than ever, Mark. You want to know why? Because most people who bought the Meridian also bought what? The parts. The what? The parts. Uh, oh, no. Uh, not where I was going. But the skin. Oh. The skin. Oh, right, yeah. Most people who bought the ship for $50, by the way, appropriate pricing for the first time, like, ever, on a ship, then also purchased a refit. For $20. Also, completely appropriate. Oh, daggone. Who is it? Captain Bull! 
Uh, I told you, he's my best friend in the game. Just ganked my ice. Just <laughs> and he knew better. He came big. He came with an enterprise. He wasn't chancing it. <laughs> he came with an enterprise and ganked me a 40K. Kudos to you, buddy. Somebody's been listening. Somebody's paying attention right now. Okay. Now, Tabby Moses says, nope, no skin. Number one says, nope, no skin for me. All right. Now, this is going to sound shilly. I'm going to kind of wrap up our conversation with this. It's going to sound a little bit shilly. But if you buy, so Tabby Moses and number one, did you buy the ship? You, you must have, I think, right? Okay. You bought the ship. Both of you bought the ship. Now. I was really pissed at the skin on day one. You remember? I came in here big, and I said, the skin is disappointing. The skin is incredibly disappointing because of what? V-Ready said it too. Because the fourth refine is stupid-ass expensive. Yeah, I cussed. Stupid-ass expensive. Okay? As in... It triples my cost for one extra chest. Now, Tabby Moses says the extra refine is too pricey. That's exactly what I said. It's exactly what I thought. All right. What I was getting three chests in tier one isogen. And by the way, thank you, big country. Thank you, think. We've got the improved refinery on all three uh, materials. So tier one, tier two, tier three. I've got the improved refinery. So I rounded it out. Tier one basically cost me 100,000 ISO. Tier 2 cost me 200,000 ISO. And Tier 3 cost me roughly 300,000 ISO. Now, that's not exact. It was like 280. It's like 197, whatever. All right. I always rounded it out. When I'm looking at my stores, when I'm looking at my bank, if I had, and by the way, that's, that's at Ops 41, if I had um, a million Tier 1 isogen raw, I knew I had 10 days, roughly, of max Tier 1 refines. Okay? Yes, Dehagus, the ISO refine changed with the skin. It got more expensive. But not the two and three chest options, just the number four chest option. Okay? The number four. Now, you're right, Daddy-O, the skin doesn't functionally do anything for the ship. It only opens a four-chest possibility in your refinery a four chest option in your refinery uh haggis the skin i don't think changed anything on the did i don't think the skin changed anything in the resin refinery right that's just here related to the meridian horn big mark did any of you notice anything on the resin refinery i thought it was just the isogen refineries that had changed i don't think it did anything to the to the iso resin refinery I don't think it did either. I don't think it did either, okay? It's just on the raw isogen refinery. But now, my tier one isogen, they're not three chests, because remember, three chests was roughly 100. Okay? Four chests was 300. Whoa! An extra 200,000 raw isogen for one extra chest? That is insane! That's a huge jump. It's a huge jump, and it's not at all worth it. They charge, as a matter of fact, Big, all right, as a matter of fact, and I want to have a conversation with this player. There was a player in my own alliance who got so pissed off at this. They charged me $20, and they're going to charge me triple for the refund, basically nullifying, basically completely nullifying the purchase of the ship. That's what he said. And at first glance, he's not 
wrong. I bought the skin for $20. I bought the ship for $50. Scopely took $70, and they tripled my cost in the refinery. That's what he said, Big. And he threw a 30, and he quit. <coughs> Except the, the ship is now maybe presenting a couple of alternative paths. Because some servers out there, not ours, but some servers out there, protect overcargo and territory space. Some of you guys, I, I've always joked about ROE, big country. I've always joked about it being complicated, and, and we even tease when people protect certain areas of space. We, we joke about that, and, and we think it must be tough to play with those kind of restrictions. For the first time ever, some of those players are probably enjoying that. <laughs> All right? But being able to mine 500,000 ISO in an hour without being worried that you're going to get capped Okay, not bad. Hey, let me take you back two years. Big, we did an episode two years ago. We could probably find the link and share it. What was the North Star good for? We did a whole show on it. Yeah, mining at war. Mining at war. All right. The Meridian can help you with wartime mining. Now, what people complain about, what people complain about if you're not on a... Thank you, housekeeping. You're going straight to where I was going. Guys, I just told you a second ago I had 165,000 lat in my Meridian. I am not on a protected server. Housekeeping just showed you pictures of five miners, which is why? Why? <laughs> I know there's a solo leaderboard, but why? All right. Five miners on Isogen. And look at the overcargo on some of those. Guys. There, I, I, Big actually issued a warning to me for players not on protected territory servers. All right? So I'm going to word this carefully. But, and I'm not trying to issue a challenge in any way, shape, or form. But guys, there's more overcargo out there than the pirates are taking. Look at housekeeping screenshot. Why hasn't Ooh. he been capped? What? <laughs> Why hasn't he been capped? If you're on housekeeping server and you're not on a protected server, shame on you. Shame on you. If you're a pirate on housekeeping server, you should be embarrassed. <laughs> oh, wait. Nick Burns says the lions don't attack when they're full. Why do people hunt for overcargo, big country? Why do they do it? They don't have any. Because they need it. They're, yeah, hunt, they're hunting for food. <laughs> if they don't need the food, they don't hunt. They want the fan mail. Some people do want the fan mail. I'm happy to provide it sometimes. <laughs> All right. Because you don't like to mine, says Hal. Perfect answer. He doesn't want to mine it. But what if you have plenty of it? How if you suddenly woke up tomorrow and you found 10 million of each isogen in your cargo hold, are you going to go and hunt cargo? Or are you going to sit back and enjoy, the, enjoy the, the time off for a few minutes? No. You got 10 million ISO, you're going to ride that out for a little bit. If there's more ISO in the field, there's going to be less demand for the pirates. All right? All I'm saying is that the protected cargo on this ship is becoming less and less and less of a concern. And if you're mining with the Meridian, you know it to be true. Folks, my Meridian has died several times. Okay? 
but I certainly have not died every time. And I'm coming home with hundreds of thousands at a time. Mark, how many times have you unloaded your miner over cargo as compared to how many times have you been capped over cargo? Mark is thinking. Uh, I unload a lot more than, than being hit. Same here. All right. A lot. A lot more I'm bringing home than how many times I'm getting hit. All right. El Cheapo shows a bank of 9 million, 18 million, and 32 million ISO. That's great. That's great. You're actually doing pretty daggone good, Cheapo. All right. Crazy thing is, if you're going to do the four chest refine, it doesn't last that long. All right. It's not going to last that long. So let me, uh, let me wrap up with this. If you bought the ship, you got a 50-50 shot at having the skin. But the skin has now presented the benefit that I missed in day one. The benefit that I missed in day one, I'm looking at the fourth chest big, and I'm going berserk. I'm with GD in our alliance, who got so furious, he left the game. And now I'm kind of seeing that the protected cargo ain't that big of a deal, is it, Mark? All right. And not yeah. only that, but it's mining so daggone fast that the fourth refine is actually not that hard to keep up with. All right, It's not real hard. It's, it's still maybe a little more difficult than it was before because I was just setting out a cavort and waiting until I got to 150 three hours later. All right, So the Meridian's going three to four times faster than that. But I did pay for one, right, Mark? And I'm going to yeah. get a second one. And here's why I would recommend you get the parts and upgrade the second one, just like Horn said, just like Big said, because you're going to get the parts. You're going to get the parts, and you're going to be able to upgrade your second one. Is it going to cost more isoemulsion and more uncommon? Yeah. But let's pretend, let's pretend that I have two Meridians, both at level 35, both Tier 7, just like I got now. I'm going to be mining Tier 2 Isogen at one point. 2 million an hour between both ships. And as it turns out, Mark, not a ton of people hunting me. I mean, I'm going to lose some cargo. And when I do lose it, it's going to make me sick, admittedly. But when I don't lose it, I'm going to come home and be pretty daggone happy about it. And if I've got two of those ships, exactly, Aardvark, if I'm going to babysit one, I might as well babysit two. I'm mm -hmm. looking at the same screen. All right? And, and further, Aardvark, if I'm not going to babysit one, well, fine, I get two repairs. But if I happen to catch it before I get popped, I come home with twice as much. And just as one more FYI, the skin doesn't have to be purchased twice. The skin affects the refinery. So the ship mining double is going to get you to that fourth refine much easier than it would have before. Now, to my final point, Mackinac. Arium. Are they worth it? F yeah, they are. Okay? Because you're not going to set that meridian out all the time. Mark says he checks on it frequently. I check on it frequently. I do not leave the meridian out if I'm out of the game completely for a long period of time. That's stupid. It's going to get popped. Like, guaranteed. Like, no chance it's not going to. So why would I cost myself that repair? If I'm going to be out of the game for four or five hours, that would be stupid of me. It's going to die. 
And further, it's not like setting your Horizon or your or your Antares or your Cavort out overnight. You're not going to come home with 150,000. You're going to come home with 19,000. It's nothing. Okay? Nothing. So there's no point in leaving it out. You're not going to come home with anything. So, what am I going to do when I'm out of game, big? <laughs> Cavort. I'm going to throw an Antares or a Cavort or a, a Valkyrie. And guess who I'm putting on that ship? Mackinac. Mackinac, DuPont, Tapring, Arium, Joaquin. Yeah, I won't, I won't put Mackinac. Like I said, I usually I play with the math. You know, if I try to make it to where I know I'm going to be back in two hours, how much isogen can I mine in that two hours? So sometimes, like, Mackinac's too fast. So I may not put Mackinac on, depending upon. Well, there goes your, there goes your options, right, Big? Like Mackinac. I said, it's just it's about having those options and and taking advantage. You know, oh. I think that that's that's what I like about it is that it gives you more. Uh, this ship, the ship gives you more options to play. Hang on, I'm not talking about overnight mining. No, I don't do that. Okay, I'm not talking about overnight mining. I'm talking about you know mining when I'm going to get busy at work. When I've got three customers lined up in the lobby and I know I'm going to be an hour and a half, I'm not leaving the isogen miner out, but I don't mind to throw. Uh, my Antares on in the background because I mean I play on Blue Stacks so it work. Sorry, boss. I've got Star Trek up in the background. Hey, Mister Customer, your interest rate is seventy two months at four point nine percent. Hang on, just one second. Click, click, click. Oh, miner's still safe. Okay. Uh, yeah, it's on my computer screen. All right, while I'm selling cars. All right, it doesn't mean I'm completely away from the game, but I'm not paying attention. I'm not active mining. I can't babysit the Meridian. So I'm going to throw Mackinac. I'm going to throw Arium. I'm going to throw uh, Tapring. I'm going to throw Dupont. I'm going to throw Joaquin. All right, and I'm probably if I'm if I'm going to focus on Isogen for that day, then I'm probably not just going to throw one big. I'm going to throw two or three. All right. So is Mackinac still important? You bet your ass she is. Absolutely. And is mining Isogen with an Antares? Or with a, a Horizon or a Cavort still important? Bet your ass it is. Because nobody here spends 24 hours a day in the game. Okay? So, yes. Even they, if it feels like it. Even if it feels like it sometimes. All right? So, yes, there is absolutely still value there. And if Mackinac comes back, absolutely work on her. I, I'm, I'm really disappointed it's not there. I was actually going to work. I was going to upgrade her. I'm looking for the next tier on her. I want it. And I didn't buy it. Daggone it. So, yeah, Mackinac's worth it. If she becomes available, I would give her my stamp of endorsement. Worth it. Okay? Now, Daddy-O, I'm going to gotta wrap up with your, with your comment because I think you're just being silly. You say ISO is overrated. No. Sadly, it's not. Sadly, uh, probably big. If I was guessing, I bet Ripper's a better one to ask, but I would be willing to bet that 25 plus maybe between 25 and 30 percent of all uh of all capability function and valuable research is somehow coming from isogen somehow okay 25 plus percent of the benefits yeah. in this game are coming from isogen somehow yeah yeah, totally, definitely agree. 
Do you think it could be more? I mean, for, for most people, for most people, the cost reductions alone are insane. Mm-hmm. Big time. Big time. There you go. Ladies and gentlemen, that wraps up your episode on how to mine isogen. I know that everybody thought it was going to be a silly thing, but you know what? I hope somebody took something away. Is the Meridian worth it? Yeah, definitely for a free ship. But if you're going to spend money, I think it's probably worth it. Is the skin worth it? Maybe not if you're just going to do one Meridian. But if you have two Meridians or more, yeah, I think the skin's a no-brainer. I think it's the skin's too. I, I, and it does look good. I do like it. Uh, so yeah, <laughs> I think it's I think it's a no-brainer. Is is Aaliyah Mackinnon still important? Yup. If she's available for sale, I'd recommend looking into that. All right, Captain Schillmeister Elite, right here for you. I don't have a creator code, so I can't get paid based on what you spend. So you just have to take my word for it. Yes, I think it's worth it. All right, and there you go. Daddyo says, "What kind of warship takes ISO to upgrade? Uh, none of them." But you know what ISO does do? It makes all the warships cost a third less of the materials that you do have to spend. All and right. it increases your hull. It increases your shields. It increases your officer stats. So you get better rewards on away missions. Ugh. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's, there's a lot. It does a lot. <laughs> there's a lot. All right. The territory research tree is, is essential. It's dope. <laughs> I'm trying to be yeah. cool. I'm trying to be cool like all the cool kids. All right. Yeah. Territory research tree is dope. Word. Word to your mom. <laughs> all right, ladies and gentlemen, it's time to play a game and let's wrap on up. Stevens Aaron, where are we at on time? Uh, what, we, what time do we start? We started at for uh, 3.30, 3.30, so we're exactly at two and a half hours. Dag on, we're good. Let's play this game. Let's get the heck on out of here. Ladies and gentlemen, time to give away a prize out of the stash. Who's it going to be? Who's it going to be? Contest and pick. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome the, the USS Rat to the stage. <laughs> I love it. Very, very cool. Uh, the, uh, the SS Rat. Can we get him up to the stage? Or her from Server 41 here in the United States. Welcome. End of the show. The SS Rat. You've got a chance to win. I'm going to give you 15 more seconds. We'll give you a chance to win something out of our prize closet. Look there. The SS Rat is... Did somebody invite him or did he... Oh, there he is. The SS Rat is here on our stage. Welcome to the show, Rat. Can I just call you Rat? Yeah, that works. Ratty tat tat. Welcome into the show. Server 41, where in the world are you from today? Uh, New Jersey. New Jersey. Welcome in from New Jersey. Going to give you a chance to play a game of Blurt. Do you know how the game is played? I, indeed I do. Excellent. Thank you for being a listener to Talking Trek. I've got 10 questions. I'm going to start the timer at 40 seconds after I finish the first question. Three makes you a winner. Five gets you your maximum odds. If you don't know an answer, you must pass quickly. I've got 10 available, so don't feel like you can't pass one. These questions, ladies and gentlemen, are, are simple. Just a simple little description, something that should be on the tip of your tongue. But sometimes the pressure will crack people. If you get three right, you're a winner. Rat, are you ready to play Talking Trek's Blurt? Let's do this. Let's do it, ladies and gents. Come on. All right. I got 10 questions. 40 seconds are on the clock. And here we go. A written or printed piece of paper that documents the sale of something. 
A receipt. A fragment of something that continues to glow after a fire has gone out. An ember. Light-colored sticks used especially for writing or drawing on a blackboard. Uh, chalk. A tough, horny covering. <laughs> horny. A tough, horny covering on the foot of a horse. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'll give you a few bony, uh, bony. See, I'll give you a few bonus seconds because I'm thinking of of horny and bony in the same sentence. Uh, sorry, what did you say on this one? <laughs> I said horseshoe. Okay, a class in school that teaches athletic fitness. A gym. The crime of lying while under oath. Perjury. The wife of a duke. A duchess. All right. Uh, yes, I'm going to take your answer. Time is up. Uh, we'll turn off the clock. All right. I gave you an extra 10 seconds because I got really cracked up like a sixth grader at the horny description. Uh, <laughs> that's terrible. I didn't mean to. It just I just read it. It, was, it said horny, and I chuckled. Okay, um, <laughs> let's go through these answers. I don't even remember what you wrote down. I know, right? Oh, my God, Daddy. I snickered. All right, here we go. Uh, a written or printed piece of paper that documents the sale of something. He said a receipt. That's correct. I gave him ten. I gave him ten boner seconds. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. All right, he got he got ten boner seconds. Uh, a fragment of something that continues to glow after a fire has gone out. He said an ember, right? I'm pretty sure that's what he said. Mm -hmm. Yep, that's yep. correct. That's what we were looking for. There's two light colored sticks used especially for writing or drawing on a chalkboard. What did he say? He said chalk. Chalk. Good. That's what we were looking for. A tough, horny covering on the foot of a horse. <clears throat> he said horseshoe. He did say a horseshoe, unfortunately. <laughs> that was not the answer we were looking for. We were actually just looking for a hoof. The shoe, I don't think, is horny. It's the actual hoof itself that is very bony and, and horny. A class, in <laughs> a class in school that teaches athletic fitness. He said... Come on. I know, Jim. Sorry. He said Jim. He okay. said Jim. Got that one right. <laughs> <laughs> the crime of lying while under oath. Uh, he said perjury. Got that mm -hmm. one right. And finally, the wife of a duke. He said duchess. Got that one right. Truck and chick. How many correct answers do we have? Six. So you got six. He's a winner. All right. Very good. Six. But hold on. We're not done. We're not done. We're not done. All right. He got six correct. Uh, so that means I need to go into the prize closet. He's a wiener. That's right, housekeeping. He's a wiener. <laughs> There's so many jokes. So many jokes. Okay, uh, let's go into the prize closet. Rat, I got 20 chests in here. All right, each one of them contain a different item. The items have been randomized. Because you got the, uh, the five that would have maxed out your odds, you get to pick three of these chests, and then I will disclose to you the contents of all three, there, uh, thereby allowing you to choose the one that you actually want. Uh, Rat, if you would, please choose three chests. Uh, one, five, and ten. One, five, and ten, he says. All right, let's look at one. Uh, nice. Chest number one contains 600 biotics. 600 biotics. So I like that prize. That's a good one. Lots of resources there. 600 biotics in chest one. Chest number five. Oh, what's your ops level, Rat? Server 41, oh, you're 35. probably 35. I was going to say, you're a younger level player if you're on Ops uh, Server 41. It's a relatively new server. So chest number five actually could come in handy. It contains five officer badges of your choice of, of type. 
All right, so five officer badges could be good, especially since uh, I don't think we saw any free officer badges in the battle pass this month, did we? Didn't think we'd think so. They were in the pay track, not in the free track. Uh, so five officer badges. Finally, chest number 10 contains 15,000 rare uranium. 15,000 rare uranium, which may be good for you to help upgrade your Stella. Three decent prizes there. Rat, what is your choice? Oh, I'll have to go with the biotics. 600 biotics for you. Congratulations. Yes, thank you. You're very welcome. Thank you for being a listener and uh, clearly a loyal listener as you knew how to play Blurt. Thank you so very, very much. I appreciate that. Thank you. Uh, Rat, send me I a really PM. Ah, thank you. Thank you. Send me a PM with your player ID so I can get you on the prize list. Ares is on vacation, so it might actually be a little bit of time. He's actually been super, super good with about, uh, about prize grants here lately. Uh, super great. Hey, on that note, uh, for those of you who won the battle pass, just be aware that actually goes through a different department. That's why that's been a little bit delayed and why we're trying to do the giveaways so early. Right, Stevens, Aaron? we got to do the giveaways early because it takes a little bit of time to work our way through. Here we are on, on event day 10. So, uh, and the Battle Pass winners still don't have their stuff. But don't, don't uh, fret. You will still, I mean, obviously, you're going to get your prize. And it's all retroactive. So even if you got it on day 17, you're going to get it. So don't freak out. You're going to get it. It just hasn't come yet, and we're, we're trying to move that along. Zoomer, yeah, you know what? I can answer this for you. Uh, I, I need to get off the air, but I'm going to answer this for you real quick. I don't have time for a community Q&A, but he did ask a good question. He said, um, any news on the comp chest? With the rogue trophies, as a matter of fact, yes, sir. I asked on this today uh, before I went on the show. I said, hey, do you have an update real quick? Uh, he said, absolutely. Everything is coming along. As you know, a lot of work, a lot of queries, which I told you guys, six, you know, six different bundles and queries and all this stuff. It, he, he chose the hard way out. Now, I will say this, okay? He's obviously doing the right thing, okay? He's making everybody whole. All right. He's giving everybody everything, which is admirable. That's not exactly how Scopely has always done it. So I'm very pleased. But be aware, he, he took the hard road, and it's a lot of work. Uh, he said, yes, doing a few checks to make sure that all of it's uh, going to go right. I still expect to be able to grant this by Friday, which is exactly what he told us last week. He said late next week, and of course, this is the next week and Friday is still considered late. So uh, it is, he still expects it to be issued by Friday. Please don't, don't shoot him if it's not. It is a tremendous amount of work. I told you he took the hard way to go, but he's doing the right thing. So let's be patient. Let's be patient. Uh, but he does say that he expects to have it out on Friday. All right. Any other questions very quickly? Zoomer, I hope that answers your question. I hope you are satisfied. Um, Kano says, how is the extreme damage grinding event called tomorrow? Can't find it. Oh, it's not on the calendar, Kano. It's an extra. It's going to run alongside the Alliance milestone. Okay. They're adding it to the calendar. So we don't see it. We don't know what the mechanics are. We don't know what the prizes are. They have added it for us in an already full calendar, big country. Already full calendar. They're giving us an event with more payout. I kind of find it hard to complain, especially if it's a solo milestone, especially if it's alongside an alliance milestone, especially if it's alongside a non-pay grinding solo leaderboard. I'm fine with that stuff. I'm good with all those things. Ripper, you got anything else for us before we get ready to wrap up? 
Thank you for being here, by the way. No. You good? Yeah. Rocking awesome. All right. Uh, let's see. Captain Mark, you got anything for us before we head the heck on out of here? Uh, everybody subscribe. That's right. Everybody subscribe. 5K materials for 5K subs. We are making a great push. We are up to 4,200. Uh, it looks like. So that's amazing. That's a great push. We have less than 800 to go. Share with your teams. Get everybody to subscribe. Like the channel. You know what? It is kind of crazy uh, big. I was looking at some, some stats the other day. You know, we have way more than 4,000 people who watch uh, our stuff. As a matter of fact, YouTube, Rev, you've probably seen this. I don't know if you're still here. There's an interesting sub, uh, a stat that tells you how many people who watch your videos are actually subscribed versus not, it's crazy high. Like 70% of people who watch our videos are actually not subscribed, which blows my mind. <laughs> please, if you watch our stuff, please subscribe, all right? Click the bell would be great, but you don't have to click the bell if you don't want to, but, I mean, it'd be great if you click the bell. Bang the bell, okay? Be sure to mash that thumbs up and watch our videos. Listen, I have been told, I have been told, that Snake Eyes has a video ready for you guys to watch right here and now. So as we prepare to close out the show, as we say good evening and farewell, I will tell you to be on the lookout in the next 15, 10 to 15 minutes on our YouTube channel, a new video being published in the next few moments. All right, in just a few minutes, we're gonna post a one hour video. The video was a ton of fun to make. It was not from a Little League game. <laughs> I made the video last night with some friends of mine on server 15, and all I can say is if you guys are starving for PvP on your servers, then let me allow you to vicariously live through Ultimate DJs. All right? The cat got a little bit crazy last night, and we might have gone and starting to kill some blues. And you can watch it at Server 15 Pew 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 coming up in the next few minutes. In the meantime, uh, for those of you not on our YouTube, please be sure to subscribe and visit our website at TalkingTrekSTFC.online. TalkingTrekSTFC.online, where you're going to find links to our YouTube, our Patreon page, our merch store, our Amazon store. Use all of these things because they all help me out, and I'd really, really appreciate that. Also, consider joining our Patreon program. Talking Trek asks listeners who are interested in contributing financially to literally just offer $5 a month. That makes you gold. That gets you a gold name. That gets you a reading of your name right here and now as a gold patron at a level of $5 or more a month. I want to say thank you to Gregor, Scott Venkman, I beg them, Big Country, JC, Hank, Chuck Zagrunt, Dark Lord, Stevens, Aaron, Ahab, Fukum, Thorne, Virtual Army, Jay Berg, DJ Gert, Red 2, and Honey, Aceus Dunk, Bojack, Ape Crush, Jonathan Ingram, Teddy Moza, Regis, Lady Kess, Engineering Free, Billy Hudson, Doc 31, Morpheus, Fartasia, Nick Burns, Cam, Coulter, Jet Ski, Wingnut, Z-Man, Fluffy Puma, CCX, and Devil's Advocate, Goofy Names, Rock, Leonidas, Lost My Place, Rackstar, Striker, V-Ready, Jerry Ryan, Indy Dandy, Quack Foo, Mr. Fusion, Callus, King 101, Silent Stabber, Commander Taylor, Dama Darks, Blue Mandalorian, Infinite Key, Maztec, The Professor, Chronic Break, Spock the Avenger, Medic 213, Stony Dude, Fog and Farts, Bubba Joe, Crazy Bob, Rude Dude, Arian, Judge Cran, Galen, Cobra, Splatsu, Eden, Not My Game Name, Sentinel, DJs Go 7 Hours, Conair, Iris, Jack, Wyman, Vinius, Giovanni, Dragon Slayer, Lord Neelix, Lord Pete, Lobot, Silly Tom, The Egger, Never Clutch, Starm, Harshest Procedure, Lugus, Subcommander Doug, 
this fella, Captain Jack, Dr. Link, Jason, Velvet Thunder, uh, Right Turn Clyde, your mom, <laughs> Royal Power, Scarlet Hawk, Young Ducat, Lorenzo, Seven of Nine, Lube, Cha-Cha Baba, A-Fox, Midhead, Bills Mafia, E-Rock, and Afro Jacks, our latest Gold Patron subscriber. Thank you guys so very much for joining at TalkingTrekSTFC.online and joining our patron program at a level of $5 or more a month supporting Talking Trek Live, a registered trademark and recorded in front of a live studio audience for distribution across podcast platforms everywhere. My name is Ultimate DJs, and I have been your host with the most, your friendly neighborhood cat person on Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast saying meow for now. Catch you later. Love you, minute. See you later. Bye-bye.